rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Oh, where am I? Here I am. Hi. What's up? My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Where is everybody? I said I was going to take attendance. I know it's... Um, I'm late. I'm late tonight. Well, if you're listening on the podcast, it doesn't matter. If you're anywhere else, come on over to YouTube at youtube.com slash C for channel slash RDT Daily Media and like and subscribe and hit the notification bell and all that stuff. I know there's a lot to do. There's a lot. I always demand a lot, but much is to be, uh, what do they say? More will be revealed, but more will be required as well we say that in the rooms hey all right we we get some people in the chat hi jabber monkey hi shannon welcome Uh, i'm sorry i'm late i i'll I'll explain in a minute i said all day i was saying i was going to do the show earlier i really want to do a show earlier maybe this some one day this week what well so it's already wednesday maybe tomorrow i don't know we'll see how it goes to do it a little earlier. I'm not I'm trying not to step on Bob Kincaid show and Mike Malloy show. I mean Mike Malloy show starts at nine. But I just gotta do it. And also so today I was thinking, should I do a show at four? And that's when Randy Rhodes is on and so it's I don't know. It's hard. But you can always watch the the rebroadcast, I guess. And the pod listen to the podcast at at your convenience all right whatever why am i thinking out loud that's what i do it's it's a nightmare in there sometimes it's as tedious as what we're talking about now when should i do a show should i do it earlier or later whatever wouldn't it be great if life was just our lives now and that was all we had to worry about should i do a show a little earlier should i do it later because i'm really trying to find more audience not that you know we have a great audience we do we have a really cool group of people and um dedicated people and i i appreciate that beyond belief and i'm really really touched and honored that you guys who are already the early adopters of this show that you you have all those choices you can spend your time and and your patronage somewhere else on, on another liberal talker. Excuse me. Isn't that, that's what you get when, you, when you're when you listening to Tara Buster. It's, really, it's real. We're doing it live. Oh, you could see in the corner. I got my ballot. I got my absentee ballot. And it wasn't... The, they didn't have the wrong address. I live in New York. There were some ballots that were sent out that had the wrong address. Oh, I'll tell you who I'm voting for. I'm voting for Joe Biden. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a goddamn masochist. And I love America. Would that be my first choice? Voting for Joe Biden? No. I'm, but I'm not a moron. You know what I mean? And I'm not a dupe. 
So I saw the con man for what he was before, well before he came down the escalator. We knew him here in New York. He's always been a, but he was a, he was tolerated as a clown, a carnival barker, the P.T. Barnum of real estate. He was never, he was, he's not a real, well, we know this. He's not a billionaire, that's for sure. But he's not, he was never one of the insider, the movers and shakers of New York real estate or New, New York business. The real business people of New York weren't like, get Trump here. We can't make a move without him. What do you think Trump will say? They laughed at him. Exactly. They laughed at him like he laughs at the dupes who vote for him. So I will fill that out later. Jesus Christ. So yesterday, all right, before I, I didn't even introduce myself, my name is Tara Devlin. Okay, that's why my mother and father called me. I had no say in the matter. And this is unapologetic liberal talk. I'm not, I'm not, it's not that I don't like my name. I like my name. In fact, a friend of mine said years ago, she was like, if I was ever a radio DJ, I would steal your name. That's what she said to me. And I was like, it's my name. Because she said it was a, a good name for radio. Well, hopefully it'll be a good goddamn name for a podcast, too. It's my name. I, it hasn't really been doing me much good. So, well, good enough. Yeah, and then when I was in high school, because my name is Tara Devlin, they would say, my friends would sing, running with the devlin instead of running with the devil <laughs> running with the devlin yeah yeah all right and that's you that's you guys running with the devlin i should have used that as my theme song but i guess i would have to pay somebody oh there's k with a super chat hello k thank you for your super chat and message Hi, Tara. I'm buried under electronic piles of testigrade, but I wanted to say, hey, and have a great show. I will definitely listen to the podcast tomorrow. Okay, cool. Thank you, Kay. Kay Petrini, she is a good friend, and also you might know her from Mike Malloy, the Mike Malloy show. She is, um, is a teacher, and you would, Kay would... Um, give Mike, uh, what, what was it called? Kay's, I can't remember. It was really interesting um, essays on experiences in the classroom, teaching young, the youth about what it's like living in a fascist country. Well, not necessarily like that. Teach, it's, it's a tough job being a teacher in this country. What do you do? What do you say? You have to teach the real history, and you're, ha and you're preparing these kids. You know, it's not like Twitler says last night. It was terrifying, especially when he's going on about they, they hate our country. They're teaching that racial um, diversity training is hatred. It's reverse. That's what he said. It's like reverse, meaning reverse racism, a thing that doesn't exist. There is no such thing as reverse racism. 
dum-dums, not you guys, anybody who doesn't know that. And I'll, I, I will get into it. I will get into why I was late in a minute. Because I was late because I was online. I got distracted arguing with somebody online. So, but yeah, there is no such thing as reverse racism. Racism, that you could be a bigot. Yeah, uh, anybody can be prejudiced, but that's not racism. Okay, racism is is a is it is power. It it implies it is inherently it is. That's why it's structural racism, systemic racism. If you can make a law that is targeting one group, that's racist. Racism has power behind it. So there is no reverse racism. There's no law. There's no black people in the country making laws against white people, against against white more against the proud boys. Proud. What are they proud of? God. Cuz they that that's the other the it's get help. Get help. You goddamn Idiots, just get the help you desperately need. These people are damaged. And that, and we all live in the consequences of a country that, cre- that creates and cultivates such damaged people. They don't get the help that they need. We're drowning under this toxic masculinity bullshit. The last gasp of the right-wing fascist... Uh, it's not the last gasp. So hopefully, it's the last. But it's that it, the way that they behave was on. It was in full effect last night on this so-called debate, which was an embarrassment to the entire country. We should all be embarrassed. I've, right out of the gate, it was concerning because initially we were chatting in the discord chat so if you're not a member of tarabusta discord please become a member i don't know well you it doesn't you don't have to do anything you just have to join and then you can come into our room and chat with us during different things like this so we were chatting in the in the discord chat and it was right out of the gate um, I was concerned because Joe Biden didn't... I really wanted him to kick ass and wipe the floor with this fascist baboon. And he, you know, whatever. He is what he is. Joe Biden is what he is. Right? Uh, and I guess that's the best thing I can say. But it was it was bothering me the way he was laughing at the antics of the con man it because it wasn't making a mockery of him it was it was almost excusing what he was doing and what he should have done in my opinion when as twitler and i guess it's easy to say because when you're in that that you in that experience when that's happening right before your very eyes and you're like Chris Wallace was highly criticized and rightfully so too the the uh, allowing it to get out of the control but then it's like what could you do 
he was trying to tell this big orange baboon to shut the F up. But it's all like, oh, don't worry, Mr. President, you'll like this next question. Let's all solve this this catastrophe. You know, it's uh, it's our cata- catastrophe now, right? It's all of ours. Oh, Mr. President, please calm down. It's it is like being in an abusive dysfunctional family with a big disgusting out of control drunk or whatever abusive father. That's what it reminded me of. Running like a like a I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm struggling for adjectives here. I need to write them down. How many adjectives are there for baboon? Babu? What else? Let's see. Baboon. Let's see. Adjectives. For baboon. If Trump's face comes up, I'm going to be sh- I'm going to be pleased actually. How else would you describe a baboon? Let's see. Here's some adjectives for baboon. Gigantic, vicious, extremely gentle. <laughs> what? And docile. That's not an adjective for, I mean, well, I guess, it. well, I'm thinking of it in a negative sense. So, of course, baboon, just the word baboon. Extremely gentle and docile. Chubby, jovial, above-mentioned, affectionate, monstrous, malignant. These are good. I got to write these down. That's what I should do. Write down these words and just have them handy. Malignant, ferocious, obstinate, queer, unclassified, unclassified, greasy, red, malignant. They already said that. I swear it's in there twice. Filthy. (laughs) Well, I say filthy a lot. Best unemployed. Yeah, that's true. We have to make... Twitler unemployed, as he's been his whole life. Decrepit, venereal, extremely gentle, filthy, and malignant. I swear, it's saying filthy and malignant numerous times. 222 plus words to describe a baboon. Okay, good. I have to put a pin in this. This is going right here in my bookmarks. All right, because... Let's let me just tell you what happened because I'm get I'm too distracted to proceed without talking about it. All right. Uh, earlier today on my Facebook feed, as I was recovering like the rest of normal c- civilization from the event last night, yet another step on the path to autocracy the end of the grand experiment in liberal democracy watching it unfold before my eyes uh before our eyes and being stunned feeling um abused feeling dismay anger i guess the most prevalent emotion i have is anger but anger's easy. It's usually my go-to. And um, despair. That's kind of connected to anger. 
also embarrassment, um, disappointment, sadness about what what could have been this country. It was a perfectly delightful and wonderful the the promises that were laid out in our founding documents um are beautiful and the closer we got to realizing them to actualizing the dreams or the promises the further away we got the further away we were pulled by those forces that always pull us in the opposite direction that don't want a free and fair democracy, or as fair as it can be. And because of our, of our um, commitment, because of the normal people in this country and our commitment and desire to have a, a fair and functioning democracy, we... It, we allowed this to happen too. We're still operating under the same rules. The rules of, uh, under the rules that uh, of a free and fair democracy. We're operating under the rules of something that is not functioning. We are trying to make it function. We're tr- we're hoping by behaving by those rules that, see, it's functioning. Look, the systems have held. It's functioning. But it's not functioning. And what we saw up on that stage last night was um, a perfect cherry on top of this, this... disgusting whatever uh, monstrosity that the Republican Party has put in front of the American people, whether they want want it or not. And what, what, what have we been saying forever? Republicans have no interest in a functioning democracy. I've been saying this for decades. And I hate to be right, frankly. So today, after as I was recovering from this debacle, like most normal Americans, I was so pissed off, frankly. I, I, you know, I'm trying to. I try to be in touch with my feelings because I've had a lot of therapy, and you guys know, being a recovering addict, being somebody who. I always have to, you know, take it a day at a time. And I like to check in when I don't feel comfortable because sort of like that's why I did drugs. I wanted to be, I wanted, I didn't want to feel uncomfortable. So, except drugs don't work, you know what I mean? The more you do, the further you get go away from, you know, any sense of comfortability. So that's just an aside and so i posted so i posted on facebook i i I actually ran it through my 
whatever, my filter, if there's anything left there, saying, should I put this on Facebook, you know? But I was so pissed off. Because I do have the Republican Dirty Tricks website and Facebook page. So, you know, I could could have posted it there. But um, I posted it on my personal feed saying that I'm done. I'm done with the, with the Trump supporter. I'm done with the Trump and Z. And I'll read what I wrote, which you guys probably... You've heard it here. This is what we talk about. So I wrote, It is the patriotic duty of all Americans to vote the unfit, republican, anti-democratic, pro-COVID death cult and their enabling dupes to history's dung pile where they belong. And I continue, Mark these words. One day in the very near future, those who cheered the tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying, fake university-peddling, fake veterans-charity-sucking, fake vitamin-scam-pushing, greedy, ugly, ignorant, less-vote-getting, America-hating, sexual predator, Putin puppet, parasite, con man, will only speak of their support in shamed whispers, much like the good Germans who denied they ever supported Hitler. Unlike every single one of the con man's failed fake businesses, you could take that to the bank. So I'm done understanding the enablers of this dangerous death death cult. They're all part of the problem. And I ended with, you don't like it? You don't like what I wrote? Then there's a defriend button right in the corner. Use it. So... Most, you know, other people, I'm sure some people didn't like it. Who the hell knows? I don't care. Most, I got many of, you know, my family members and friends, you know, thank you, well said, whatever the hell, you know. Some other people who live in other countries, um, one woman wrote, I hope your fellow Americans hear you, which is heartbreaking to read. And... Then I received this comment. And this is what distracted me from, wait a minute, I have to take a drink. A drink of my coffee. Wait, ah, it just spilled. Where's all my napkins? Tara Jr. Jr. must have eaten them. So, um... I got this, I I got a response from this woman. Honestly, I do not remember how I know this person and why she's my Facebook friend. Because I looked and I was like, do I know this person from work or something? Or do I know her from where? Where do I know this person? Do I know her from school? Do I know her from whatever comedy do I but we have nobody in common with there's no mutual friend so I don't know how I know this person she might be I don't know who the hell knows and her it says she's an adjunct professor at Pace and the city university it's weird so you would think this person knows better how is this I don't know this person it's weird. So, she wrote, 
and it, it really pissed me off. Listen to this. Oi, Tara. I would be really sad to defriend you, but your argument about being done with enablers troubles me. These are people just like you. Why call them names? What, the dupes of a con man? Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me what's the wrong... If, that's, if you don't like that you're being called the dupe of a con man, then wake the F up and get off the boardwalk. Stop playing the shell game. Because you're losing. They are casting votes, which is their right and responsibility, isn't it? Here we go, right? Here we go. They're casting votes, which is their right and responsibility, is it? Yeah, but it's also their re responsibility to know who they're voting for and what the hell is going on in the country. What the person they voted for, the waste of DNA that they voted for, that it is their right and responsibility to understand who that person is before they vote for him. And when he comes down an escalator saying Mexicans are rapists, you know, it is, it is their right and responsibility to take a look at themselves and say, do I really want to vote for somebody like this? I want to vote for somebody that spent his life grifting and acting like a successful businessman on reality TV while stiffing workers, while being put on a allowance from, a, from the banks because he wasn't paying them back and then being denied legitimate bank loans and then going to Russian oligarchs for his, his money because he's greedy, greedy, greedy. That guy... You know, the one who wants to grab them by the pussy because he's famous and they let you do it even though they don't say no. So, you know, it doesn't matter if they say no because you would do it anyway. You know, that guy, their right and responsibility. And isn't it also the right and responsibility of people casting votes for this for this tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man and his cult of enablers to understand that we have historians calling Mitch McConnell the grave digger of American democracy because of his actions. This is concerning. It's, um, yeah, it's their right and responsibility to get a clue, to turn off Fox News when they find out that a so-called news channel that was concocted in the bowels of, uh, I don't know, not just the Heritage, it's not the Heritage Foundation, but it was, it started as an idea in Rupert Mur Murdoch's fevered brain was it Roger Ailes? Oh, yes, it was Roger Ailes who went to Nixon and proposed GOP TV so they could take over the country and have a permanent Republican majority, which really isn't democracy. A permanent majority because they're, out, they're an inherent minority party. If only they... they you know, if only they were a party that 
also wanted a middle class, an economically vibrant and engaged middle class, working class majority. But they had, you know, different ideas how to get there. But they don't want that. Their whole, their whole agenda is to make the working class, the working poor, and the rich richer, and the those who have to get out of bed in the morning and work for a living, so hang, so hanging by a thread, that they are too work overworked, and. Sp- stretched thin and exhausted and desperate to question to get up and say hell no we we won't go or say oh i can't work in those unsafe conditions and i demand a living wage and decent working conditions and a retirement security and, and all of those things that we assumed at one time were our birthright as people who live in a so-called democracy. (sighs) So, yes, she goes on. Okay, Uh, they are casting votes, which is their right and responsibility, isn't it? We are still a democracy, aren't we? Well... That ain't for lack of Mitch McConnell's trying. It's, they're working on it. The gerrymandering, the voter suppression, the voter purging, which I will get to. You know, we had Greg Palace on the show. And on Monday, I went to, I was invited to a Zoom call with Greg Palace and some other pe- people in media. And he was discussing the latest, one of the latest crimes that the Republican Party is 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 uh, inflicting on this country. Uh, they're purging voter purge li- lists, and um, you know, just coincidentally, those being purged off the rolls are um, African American. It's just you know, just a coincidence, though, right? That they happen to be in majority. They, they happen to be members of a demographic that votes majority Democratic. And we'll talk about that. I, I was kicking myself for not mentioning this when we did the show on Monday because I meant to get to it. Be- because you should, right now, this week, you really should, everybody who's listening to me and who hears this show, please... Check your voter registration. You there's a there's a website. Where the heck is it? I'm gonna give it out. Save my vote 2020.org. If you are living in, especially in Georgia and Wisconsin, that's the latest purge that's going on because the Republicans the Republicans know that. They have to win. You see, Georgia, Georgia's hanging by a thread. You understand? Stacey Abrams isn't the governor because they cheated. Republicans cheated. We know that, and Stacey Abrams know that knows that. Wisconsin, the same deal. 
That's why they're kicking people off the rolls. They know they're losing. They know, they always have known that they're a loser party. That's why they engage in fascist tactics. And it was a test. Do you believe in America? Do you believe in democracy? No, they don't. And they are, they, their answer is no. Because if they did, they would, they wouldn't be, be behaving like this. They would not. Their answer to not being a majority party, it wouldn't be kicking people off the voting rolls. It would be, what are we not proposing? What policies are we not um, telling the American voter about? Why are they turned off by us? They would change. They would attempt to, I don't know, to reach out to the voters, not kick them off the voting rolls. But they've never ha they don't have an interest in democracy. That's democracy is pesky to them, and they're taking care of it that way. They're getting rid of it. That's what's going on, and and you saw it last night at the debate. You saw what he said. You saw what he said. You heard what he said. I saw it too. <laughs> I saw it and heard it. Cause he's not leaving. He announced it yesterday. Joe Biden says he's going to leave. Don't worry about it. He will declare himself the winner on election night. Mark it. It's happening. He's, he would not be setting it up this way. And it's not just him. It is the Republican Party. All of them. Okay, let me continue with this. We'll get to all of it tonight. Oh, God. Let's see. Here, hold on to your hats, everyone. We are still a democracy, aren't we? Okay. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Besides, what was so awful that Trump did? What? I'll repeat. Besides, what was so awful that Trump did? What was so awful that Trump did? Um, hello? Okay, uh, don't worry. I, I responded. We'll get to that. Pandemic is worldwide crisis. No government escaped its toll. Well, did any other government lie to the American, to their people, I should say? And not just, well, they, no. <laughs> Even other governments didn't lie to the American people in that sense. And um, any other government, were there any, did you hear Justin Trudeau telling the people of Canada to liberate Ottawa, liberate Toronto when they were in lockdown? Oh, you know, Canada, they had zero deaths, zero new cases. Was it zero? Yeah, one of them. Zero. Canada. I see. I don't want to. Canada. Zero. Cases. I think it was death now that I'm saying that. Zero. The entire country of Canada has had only 9,297 deaths from coronavirus 159,000 cases 
We're in the millions. Unbelievable. Let's see, how many people in Canada? What's the population of Canada? I know they, ha they have less people, but whatever. What about China? I, of course, you can't rely on the Chinese government to give accurate numbers, but all you got to do is look around, look to any other country, and uh, um, do the math. Conflate it. Say, okay, well, if this were, if, if uh, Japan had the same population at the rate that their coronavirus cases and deaths are, it would be, you know, such and such a number. None of these numbers are anywhere near the amount of death and destruction that this country has endured because of the Republicans, because of Twitler putting out misinformation, putting out lies, telling the American people that it's going to disappear like a miracle. The only virus I want to disappear, I, I want to see disappear like a miracle, is the Trump virus, including the Trump virus that infests the body of every Trump cult member. Unreal. Yeah. Boy of Canada. I need somebody to be the producer of this show while I do the hosting. Meh, whatever. What are you going to do? Become a patron at patreon.com. Population of America is 300 and... Well, I always say 320. It's 328 million the population of Canada is 37 million. So they have how many deaths? They have nine. Well, let's just round it. We'll say 10,000 deaths for their population of 40 million. And so that would be. If we we had if we were dealing with the virus as as constructively and as well as Canada, we would have about sixty thousand deaths, I suppose. And I'm I'm just rounding it up too. Not two hundred, no over two hundred thousand. And they're saying that another. 200,000 might be dead by the end of the year. We lost another over 800 people yesterday while Twitler was engaging in his antics. It's, uh, and, and that's fine with these filthy, disgusting enablers, including this idiot who wrote on my Facebook page. So, what was so awful that Trump did? Pandemic is worldwide crisis. No government escaped its toll. Yeah, it's all of nobody's fault. It's never Trump's fault. All of the bankruptcies, all of the people that said, hey, he stiffed me. All of the failed businesses, it's never his fault. America, with its heightened sense of individual rights... How's this? 
I got a heightened sense. Here's my heightened sense of that makes me want to projectile vomit. It's heightened sense of individual rights. You know what that's code for? Being a racist, a selfish little prick at the center of the universe. That's what she's saying. I, this heightened sense of individual rights. Who the F are you? Who are you and why are you on my Facebook page with this stupidity? We have a heightened sense of individual rights? No, but this bitch will, of course, when, if she lost her job or if she, you know, she sucks on the government teat every day without the maturity, the manners, the decency, the dignity to say thank you. She goes on about, we have a heightened sense of individual rights. No, that's, the, that's your fallback when you pull, that you pull out of your ass every time to justify keeping your racist ass policies in your head and justifying, you know, not giving a shit about anybody else but yourself. Not understanding that, what are you talking about? Your heightened sense of individual rights? You sound like an idiot. Did you, what did, did you, uh, dig your own water well? Did you lay your own pavement on your sidewalk? Did you, did you lay your own asphalt on your road? Did you build your own roads? Did you build your own bridges? Did you invent the internet? Did you lay the phone line down to talk to your, your mama? Uh, our heightened sense of individual rights is their excuse that they have been programmed with the dum-dums, the elites program these idiots on Fox News with this, we have a heightened sense of individual rights. What that means is the rich can get richer. And those idiots, whenever somebody stands up and says, you know what? We can do better. We are better together. You know, individuals can go far. Alone, you can survive. Together, you can thrive. Alone, where could you go? You could, you, what do you, you could go hiking and look at the moon. Together, you could freaking go to the moon. Because human beings are interdependent. And that's how we were created, by Mother Nature. Or your cloud, I mean, pick, a, pick one. But we were made as interdependent creatures. Heightened sense of individual rights. That's what, they're, that's what that translates into. Which is why it pisses me off so much. They use it as a cudgel to keep this country down so the elites can ride us to the bank. Because guess what? They, they, they do the elites. They have such a sense of individual rights. Then why are they always riding us mercilessly like borrowed mules? Such individuals, though. Trump was such an individual. He, uh, he's all about individualism. That's why he only paid $750 in taxes in 10 years. Such an individual. But that's only when it, it's just a convenient fallback.
They're not individuals at all. That's another thing that pisses me off. They're not individuals. Look at this. There's nothing more boring and typical than this kind of palaver, this bullshit that someone posted on my page. And the reason I had to, I was late starting the show was because I couldn't just let it sit there without response. Because it gets worse. Get, get ready. You know, she thinks our heightened sense of individual rights. Oh, she loves her socialist security, though. She loves her socialist unemployment insurance. I mean, this, we are social creatures. Did she go inspect her own food that she shoves down her gullet? Did she make sure her water is free from parasites? Who backstops, you know, when she goes to the bank? There's uh, the FDIC is protecting her money. Well, she rides the roads, she breathes the air. You know, without us, we the people, you know, we know what happens when corporations, when individuals are allowed to run rampant over our country, over our earth, without having any care for the collective. Oh, collectivist. Yeah, you're goddamn right. So, so tedious. God, they're so tedious. Okay. America, with its heightened shit, sense of individual rights, has a true cultural barrier to collective action required by such an event. Oh, I just want to scream. You know what? I want to scream. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I just broke my headphones. Oh, my God. We have a... Let me read that again. America, with its heightened sense of individual rights, has a true cultural barrier to collective action required by an event, a, a, a pandemic. Oh, yeah, why don't, you know, the, um, the soldiers who stormed the beaches of Normandy... <laughs> Everything's a mess, hold on. Son of a bitch. Yes, I'm wearing shorts. The soldiers who stormed the beaches of Normandy, they weren't like, well, you know, when Eisenhower, they, when they were like, we will um, be invading, uh, we'll be invading France and we'll be launching this, the largest invasion force the world had ever has ever seen. Oh, well, you know, we have a, we certainly have a barrier to such a collective action. 
required by such an event. Oh, what about when we were attacked on 9-11? Let's get a little closer in history. When we were attacked on 9-11 and, they, and the Republicans who lied us into war to attack the country, a country that didn't attack us, when they were like, we would move heaven and earth to save one American life. But that requires collective action, moving heaven and earth. Or how about when we went to the effing moon? Were they like, yeah, you know what? I'd love to go to the moon. John F. Kennedy didn't say, we go. We will go to the moon in 10 years. But you know what? It's too much collectivism. It's too much. It requires too much collective action to go to the moon. Everything is a collective action, you dumb bitch. Everything. I don't give a shit what it is. Not a single person on this planet has ever gotten through life as an individual alone. We are, it's all from everybody's. Your life is a collective action. You were created through collective action, dumb bitch. That's how we were made. Collective action. Not alone, not as an individual. It took two to tango. You think that's a coincidence or an action or an accident? We are in this together. Everything. We are in it together. And then we are you know, the reason why human beings have such a long maturation period, like not other animals. You see other animals, kittens, very cute. They all, but it's really only lasts like two months. And then there are cats or other, other animals. Well, because we have our large brains. So it takes collective action. It takes a long time to develop that brain. Some say 20 years. It's all collective action. Everything. We learn. We stand on the shoulders of everyone who came before us. Oh my God. I'm gonna have a goddamn aneurysm or something. A heart attack. Living with these people. Listening to this shit. This utter and absolute shit that is constantly being spewed by morons who... I, what do you get out of it? What's the damage here? Oh, we'll get to that. You know what the damage is? I'm getting to it. Hold on. Um, thank you, Natasha. That's her name. Natasha Asa. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> shit. This is great. I'm looking at the, at this um, post that this woman wrote, Natasha, on my Facebook page. And uh, <laughs> my, uh, Michael, I, 
you know, um, Shannon knows Michael. I I can't even pronounce his name. I I like yeah, Michael. You know, um, A Y A L A. A lot. I can't say it. I'm sorry. I have like a speech impediment with some words. It's very annoying. I know, but he is a friend of mine, and you might know him. He is actually um, he's a anchor on Court TV. Michael, Alaya, Alaya, Alaya. Wait, hold on. Why can't I? It's so annoying. I have to hear it. Anyway, but he's a he's a person with darker pigment, <laughs> and he wrote. Oh wait, wait, wait! I can't say what he wrote yet because I didn't get to what she wrote. So let me keep going, uh, and then we'll get to that. So okay. Uh, no government escaped its toll. America with... Oh, hi, Tara Jr. Jr. Thank you for joining us. Everyone, you know who it is. It's Tara Jr. Jr. Yay. All right. We are all... Wait, wait, all right. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Everybody, relax. All right, you too, relax. Did I tell you to Relax. You hear him, the way he speaks to me? <laughs> He's so cute. Uh, okay. America, with its heightened sense of individual rights, it, it has a true cultural barrier to collective action required by such an event. You know, why would we ever give a shit about anybody else? Because whatever. If wearing a mask might save some somebody's life, oh, who cares? Why would I do that? That's collective action. Oh, God. This woman needs coronavirus like it's like it's going out of style. She needs it. She needs it as a teachable moment. I'm getting a lot of comments on this. I think this post is burning up. It's blazing on the Internet, on my Facebook page. I'm creating some controversy. So, all right. Collective action required by such an event. So why blame Trump? Yeah. You can't blame him. It's not his fault that you're a dum-dum. He is what he is. He's He is a, a slug. He's a con man. It's like a slug has to slink on the floor. You can't expect a slug to run a marathon. So he is what he is, but the slug needs supporters. If the supporters sit on the sidelines and cheer while the slug is crawling along the marathon route saying, no one's ever run this marathon as well as I have, and you're like, you're that's right, sir. And you're cheering. Why blame the slug? No, I don't blame the slug because the slug is a slug. I blame you. Natasha, for enabling it. And it really comes down to racism. And I'll get to that in a minute. It's true. Haven't I said that? How many times have I said that? When you scratch the surface, you know, they talk about all, all this other shit, but it comes down to racism and everything. Fascism, it comes down to racism. It's the old fallback. 
Oh, no, I don't take any responsibility. That's Trump's line. Why blame him? We are all responsible, aren't we? Of course, not the con man. Ew, how could he be responsible? He just falls ass backwards into the presidency despite receiving fewer votes by tickling racist funny bones, and you do what you do. Sit there on the sidelines excusing every filthy, disgusting move he makes. It's like, I guess it might be difficult to look yourself in the mirror and understand that you are a dupe to a con man and ultimately an idiot and a racist. That your racism allowed you to be so easily played. But, yeah. It's time for you to do it. That's your patriotic duty. Do it. Do your ba- patriotic duty and evolve. But you won't. So, okay, we are all responsible, aren't we? Here we go. Here we go. Blacks don't like him? Question mark. Well, again, they have the right to vote. Now, who who said anything about blacks in my original post? Okay. I said one day in the very near future, those who cheered the tax cheating draft dodger, dictator envying, uni- fake university peddling, fake veterans charity sucking, fake vitamin scam pushing, greedy, ugly, ignorant, less vote getting, America hating, sexual predator, Putin puppet, parasite, con man. I didn't say racist <laughs> in there. I forgot, <laughs> frankly. But who said blacks? I said nothing. What is she talking about? Blacks don't like him? Question mark. Who said anything about blacks? Okay. But hello. Blacks don't like him. I all right. I'm sorry. I I swear to God. Think about. I'm. I just have to stop for a second and and be shocked at where the f we live. We share the same air with these people. An an idiot like this. She was on my Facebook feed. And not not willing to uh, even evolve in any sense. Blacks don't like him. Blacks don't like him? Question mark. Who writes a sentence like that? Blacks don't like him. It's shocking, really. Because it's so... Obviously, it is so ignorant. It is so effing racist. So bigoted. I should say. I mean, really. he, she's, She has shown her entire deck. Not just the cards... Her deck is laid out there, right on the table. Of course she's a racist. It always comes down to that. That's her real problem. It uh, just went like this by accident. It, It was a very obscene gesture. I didn't mean it. Um... (laughs) Blacks don't like him? Well, again, they have the right to vote. They. They. 
It's not we, the people. It's not our fellow Americans. They. She's fallen into the trap. You see? That's... She can't help it because she's a freaking racist. Well, she can help it, but she chooses not to do to to help it. She just inflicts it outward and pe- pedals the bullshit. She keeps the bullshit going like a choo-choo train, like the bullshit train. Here it comes. That's the Trump train. Toot-toot. Here comes the bullshit. Here comes the lies. Here comes the... Divide and conquer strategy that is as old as the friggin' book. And what's also shocking is when, because I was looking at her page, because I wanted to see, I was like, how do I know this fucking person? And she's adjunct professor. There's so many jobs here. This is kind of weird. Okay. Adjunct assistant professor at Pace University. Former assistant professor at City University. Former adjunct professor at LaGuardia Community College. Worked at John Jay College of Criminal Justice. Former adjunct assistant professor at Marymount College. Former adjunct assistant professor at New York Institute of Technology. Former adjunct professor at New York City College of Technology. (laughs) I mean, it's like a lot of jobs here. What's going on? Uh, Former adjunct assistant professor at Lehman College. Former adjunct assistant professor at CUNY Brooklyn College. Former assistant professor at NYU Tandon School of Engineering. Former adjunct assistant professor at Hofstra University. Can't, as again, there are some words that I have a problem with. Um, former adjunct professor at SUNY, Westchester Community College, worked at SUNY Old Westbury, a former adjunct assistant professor at Fordham University. <laughs> I mean, uh, this is like, hello, I don't know, maybe she uh, is, is a sub or something and is being bounced around. I don't know. Well, that, that they don't do that. And that's not a, prof- you're not an adjunct, there's no subs in, College, right? I mean, I went to college. Um, Former adjunct assistant professor at Fordham. Former adjunct assistant professor at Long Island University. Worked at SUNY Suffolk County. Studied Russian history at UCL London's Global University. Studied European studies at the University of Cambridge. How is this possible? Studied philosophy at some Russian thing that is in Russian, went to the special English school of Zap something Ukraine. What? This is not normal. So if that is true, and you're a professor, and you are teaching and studying history, and you are that stupid, and you don't see the game being played then I say you need to get your money back for your degrees. Or if you have a degree. This seems very fishy to me. My God. Wait a minute. Oh, and look at this page here. I'm looking at her Facebook page. It says... I can't say it any better than our Civil Rights Commissioner, Peter Kirsnow, 
And look, it's a screenshot from... Wait, hold on. It's a screenshot from... Friggin' Tucker Carlson with that stupid look on his face. Always perplexed about his white privilege. And... Look at the Chiron here. Government workers forced to attend seminars on white privilege and microaggressions. So what? So effing what? Of course, they have somebody who has darker pigment. You know, the government, I mean, uh, Twitler's government has, they, they send out somebody with darker pigment to announce how racist it is to have a, um, to have diversity training to open your mind that you live in a country, that you live on an earth that is diverse. And you know what? Maybe it was, it's in your best interest to learn a little something. There is white privilege, you son of a bitch. Because if, tell me, tell me, if there's not a white privilege, then what they must think is that the reason why African Americans, our African American brothers and sisters, haven't accumulated the same intergenerational wealth as white families—that's not systemic racism. That's just be, that's just them. That's what they believe, even though we know laws written against our African-American brothers and sisters were designed to keep them, to keep an entire segment in its place. When you have policies, the most offensive, many, I mean, they were all offensive, but the fact that the GI Bill, that those who wore the same uniform, who stopped the same bullets, whose bodies bleed the same blood, with the same American patch on their arm. Got to come home and we thank them by saying, no, you don't get the same GI Bill as your white fellow veterans because they have lighter pigment so they can use their GI Bill to build familiar, familial intergenerational wealth. And that's what happened. Uh, someone's your home is for the majority well of working people i was going to say middle class but now the middle class is less than 50 percent of the population but that's how most working class families have been able to build intergenerational wealth and that they pass on and it accumulates and grows in the family and so therefore you get you know, you're, you're ahead in life a little bit. Maybe you could take a day off or go on a vacation or retire. Maybe you're one of those one-third who can, re, who can, I mean, who, the, what is it, one-third? Oh, yes, one-third can't retire. So you're part of the two-thirds that can. And so I guess that's what they think. So if there's no white privilege, then they must think that there's something inherently, you know, wrong or not as good as, as the whites. And here, there you go. That's why we 
it is the duty of anyone who gives a crap about this country and wants this country to move forward and to live up to its promises and to actually become a country worthy of, uh, of all of those who've died for it, that's for sure, but that other countries can look to and say, that's a place I want to go. That's a place I respect. Unlike the way they're looking at us now with disbelief and shock. And also, well, Putin, he's loving it. All, the, all of the authoritarian governments, are they are tickled to death. They're looking at this, and it's deliberately, they are saying, look at the United States. The chaos, the catastrophe of the United States. That's what democracy is. It is, it's a broken, failed system. I'm not just saying that this is what they are saying. It's not me speculating. It's happening. So, all right. We're, let's keep going with this lady. Natasha goes, all right, Tara, why do you do that? You know what he does? I'll show you. Oh, oh, he moved. He, like, lays down, and then he pushes into my stomach with his paws, like. And I'm like, stop pushing me. I'm a person. Right? <clears throat> I know, I'm losing my voice. That's because I've been screaming. And I can't help it. You gotta scream. By the time I'm old, if I ever get there... I'm going to be, I'm not going to be able to talk. I'm going to be like, so, all right. We are all responsible, aren't we? Blacks don't like him. Well, they have the right to vote, even to loot. Yeah, L-O-O-T, not loot, like, let's play the loot. Like Henry VIII, no, loot. L, they have the right to vote, even to loot? Oh my God. I want to, I want to strangle somebody. Metaphoric, liter, uh, uh, at the voting booth. Uh, they have the right to vote, even to loot luxury stores on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. A world mecca of luxury shopping and call it peaceful protests, quote unquote, and legitimate redistribution. It's okay by me, isn't it? But what's wrong with voting one way or another? It's okay by me? It, what? What is she fucking talking about? All right, I went nuts when I saw this and I that's why I, it was about 745 when I saw this post and I was just like I saw red frankly uh, I I couldn't let it sit there unanswered so I went to town hold on and before I keep going I just want to say 
we're getting super chats and thank you. Look at these super chats. Holy moly. Kay got us right out of the gate with her first super chat. Then Jim, thank you. Then we had Shannon. Thank you so much. And Shannon says, thank you for the show. People are in a bubble. Absolutely. And then Joey comes in and wins the day. Well, not the day. Well, he's what he wins a lot of days with. He wins the super chat. The, he, the most generous super chat tonight so far is Joey. And then JD comes in with another super chat in pounds. Help us, JD. Help us. Can we all stay on your couch, maybe? We flee. And then Jim. Thank you, Jim. He says the sweary tip jar. That's true. Every time I curse. I try not to curse, but it happens, especially when you're reading an email like that or a post like that. And then Shannon, another super chat says, Shannon says, thank you, Tara, for the show. People need to wake up. Absolutely. And then Terry Taylor, thank you for your very cute emoji thing. And Stephanie with another super chat. That is adorable. These little cute things, little chickmunks. And then Covert White Rabbit. Thank you all. Covert White Rabbit says, you're killing it, girlfriend. All right. Let's and let's kill fascism. How about that? There's a lot of um posting going on on this Facebook page and it's people are replying. Let me show you. So this is what I this is her. And then I wrote this long ass thing which I'll read right now. And then all these people. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, she responded. We'll get to that. I didn't see it. (laughs) All right, let's go. Even to loot luxury stores on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, a world mecca of luxury shopping. So... First of all, Manhattan is standing, okay? It's doing fine. And there were some incidences where windows were broken. It was and I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure what happened, but it wasn't it were no one is um first of all, we understand that we're not that stupid to see a video of somebody with a hammer going to a auto store and breaking the windows and walking away like he was on a mission. There are agent provocateurs out there, but there are also those who are taking advantage and they're just, you know, not, they're not into, it's not about politics for them. They're taking advantage. So, you know, to just say that to confl- well, that's what they do. They conflate the worst aspects of anything that goes on that is a real fight for justice and a, sh- and a seat at the table. Uh, let's see. Instead of listening to what... I mean, let, instead of making the progress we need to make, this is why... 
stores get looted. I mean, well, things happen like this. We wouldn't even have a uh, a breakdown like this if we, let's say, um, had a truth and reconciliation uh, instead of when Colin Kaepernick takes a knee instead of Twitler going, get that son of a bitch off. The people say, what is, um, why? What? If, if, you, if they don't understand why, they ask, why? Why? What is it, my fellow American? Why are you making this um, political protest? What is this about? Instead of USA, USA, you know what I mean? They have no interest in healing this country. So they, they're the ones, ultimately, you know, that's why I can't stand them. If they don't like the looting and they don't like shit breaking down like this, then stop lighting the fuse. It's like another thing I saw. We were talking about George Floyd when the incident first happened and he was murdered. We were the the right wingers were coming out saying, "Oh, he's a crook. He he was he he committed armed robbery and all this other stuff, and he was a drug addict and trying to denigrate him." But the the truth remains. He he had the disease of addiction. Yeah, that's clear. And in the 90s, he committed some crimes. There was some robberies, and obviously he had a substance abuse problem. But he didn't have a maid that he could go send out to buy his drugs, like Rush Limbaugh or who, you know, uh, Glenn Beck or, or those on the, um, you know, on the right side of Reaganomics. But when you live in a country that develop where people are are in pain and they have absolutely no recourse, so we we the society reap we have to reap the consequences of that of the actions they're you know they're going behind the walls of their gated communities but we have to live in a society where addicts who are suffering cannot get treatment because we don't have a universal health care system. So I'm not saying that every addict, you know, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like they don't have addicts where they have universal health care systems, but they have options. You don't have to go bankrupt. You don't have to go on GoFundMe. If you need to go to a rehab, not that, you know, you see a lot of uh, people on, I don't know, on GoFundMe for rehabs, but you see what I'm saying? They, they pretend to give a shit. Like when they say, oh, it's such a horrible thing, the opioid epidemic that they helped create. But they do nothing. Oh, you, when Twitler was on tour before he became the president, despite receiving fewer votes, he would say he had that Trump troubadour following him around whose son died of an overdose. And Twitler used him as he uses everybody saying, oh, it's such a shame about your son. You know, every uh, uh, it's such a powerful drug. You, very strong people even get addicted 
because they have to spread the lie that it's all about your willpower. You know, they this is what they do. They're not about educating anybody or bringing anybody together or healing. So they like creating a civilization that has th this inequality, such gaping inequality and such unaddressed racism, such racist goddamn history that, of course, the, f the effing country's on fire and not just by, well, it's also on fire. I was going to say, and not just because of the fires. <laughs> we know, you know why that's on fire. There were, one of the fires was started by one of these stupid gender reveals. So, yeah, in a way, we're, the right-wingers started that too. What is this gender reveal shit? Let's talk about, my God, where do we live? Is, they didn't even do that in the 16th century. Well, how could they? They couldn't. What am I saying? But you know what I mean. It seems like, what? Give me a break. Gender reveal. My child has a peepee. Uh, has an innie. My baby has an outie. We pop the balloons. Is it pink or blue? We. We. It's got an Audi. God damn it. It's pink. It's blue. How about it's a human? How about it's alive? God, this country, these people. This world. Oh my god. All right, let's keep going. I'm please. This it's almost like this lady Natasha produced the show tonight. So she that's how she um she finished with and uh well just I'll read it again. Well, again, they have the right to vote, even to loot luxury stores on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. In fact, well, they don't really have the right to do that. Nobody has the right to do that. They, they, it's the blacks. Blacks are looting. Stop, dumb, dumb bitch. Oh, a world Mecca. Look what they said. Look, I'm not racist. I said the word Mecca like those uh, Muslims. They like Mecca, right? And call it peaceful protests and legitimate redistribution. Who who says that? Nobody. So. It's okay by me, isn't it? Really? Oh, so the lo you like looting. So you, what's your problem? You like blacks looting, right? You're not racist. Of course not. All right. What's... It's okay by me, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know. You tell me, bitch. Call it... Um... One way, what is it? But what's wrong in voting? Who did I say anything about what's wrong in voting? I said vote him out. There is a wrong in voting, bitch, and it's voting for a con man who's about who's got your democracy by the throat and he's hanging you over a cliff with the rest of his sick party. So I wrote back. Oh, God, help me. 
I said, what in all caps? I'm sorry, I have this habit of screaming on Facebook sometimes. So, What is so horrible that Trump did? Thank you for an example of exactly what I'm talking about. Let's start with beginning a, a campaign calling Mexicans rapists and criminals, to separating children from their parents, to drilling in the Arctic, to allowing feces in the food supply, Google it, to attacking and dismantling the pillars of democracy, including calling the only profession enshrined in the Constitution as vital to democracy, the enemy of the people, to excusing and covering for an autocrat who lords over a literal handmaid's tale after he lured a journalist into an embassy and dismembering him alive, to trying to destroy the post office as a means to steal the election, to suffering, to stuffing the courts with unqualified loyalists like the Nazis did, to praising Nazis as very fine people, to pathologically lying about everything, including a deadly pandemic, to killing over 200,000 Americans in three months, and let's go from there. But I don't want to stay up all night listing all the crimes from the crimes against democracy, decency, the environment, animals, and the, re and the human race. You're troubled? So am I. About wresting this democracy from the jaws of fascism, all the work we have to do to drag this country from the precipice when people like you enable it. You showed your hand with your blacks have the right to loot. Yes, we can all see what your real problem is. You just proved me correct again. I've said for years that in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. But when it comes right down to it, just scratch the surface and it comes down to racism. Your racism makes you an easy mark for the con man who tickles your racist funny bone. Your real problem is that you just don't want to share the country with people with darker pigment, which is why you pine for a big daddy to save you from the scary blacks who loot, quote-unquote. No one but faux-news victims would say something so absolutely and utterly ignorant. Looting is legitimate redistribution, said no one ever, except the easily played Fox News victims. It's people like you who make it so easy for people like Twitler and his anti-democratic, anti-American cult of enablers to destroy what could have been a perfectly decent democracy. They tell you tales of blacks, quote-unquote, who want to redistribute by looting, quote-unquote. I'll let you in on a little secret. They don't talk about on, that they don't talk about on Fox News. It is the 1% riding your easily played back to the bank redistribute. USA went from the most to the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all Western nations. 80% live check to check. One third can't retire or save $400. The middle class, quote unquote, is less than 50% of the population, all made worse by Twitler's redistribution to the top. Call them names? I'm calling them what they are. The enablers of a racist, tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying, fake university-peddling, fake veterans chattery sucking fake vitamin scam-pushing, greedy, ugly, ignorant, less-vote-getting, America-hating, sexual predator, Putin puppet, parasite, con man, 
who is emulating the democracy-hating dictators he loves to please. History will revile Twitler, his crime family, the Republican Party, and his cult of enablers even more vehemently than normal people of Earth do now. And it's pathetic how people allow themselves to be played by the oldest tricks in the book. Yes, you're part of the problem, and you should be ashamed. That's what I wrote. So I'll give myself a little... <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so people also chimed in. Natasha, Shelley, who is a, a friend and supporter, wrote, Let me be the first to block you. Voting for Trump is a vote for white supremacy, racist groups, and militias. Bye. And then Susan, Susan Schaefer, another fan, uh, friend and supporter of the show, wrote, Natasha, Tara has summed it up nicely, if you will bother to read it. To cut to the chase, Trump has no honor, none at all, and neither do his supporters. It's just that simple. History will look poorly upon you all. All right. She, this is her getting back to me. I don't, I don't know what she said. This is, this is us reading it for the first time. Oh, my God. I hope you feel better. After letting it all out, I am glad I gave you a chance and a sympathetic ear. Don't take it personally. We're all after the world's greatest democracies, not Stalin's Russia or Hitler's Germany. I see absolutely nothing illegal in voting for the two candidates one way or another. I'm sad, though, that it affects you so deeply. It seems that you have gone past the point of dislike for Trump and are actually disliking the fact that we are still given a choice to vote. Oh, my God. I want to fucking murder this person. I mean, not murder. Metaphorically. What, that's what really bothers me. But other than that's, that's it's okay. Just remember, politics is only one of life's facets. There are many others. Even politicians don't do it all the time. So stop and smell the roses. That way you will lose full of friend, full of fewer friends and maybe even gain some more. Oh, my God. Natasha Asa, I don't have racists as friends or the enablers of, let me just copy and paste that, of the tax cheating, draft dodging, you know, you know the rest, dictator and being con man with a fake university, blah, blah, blah. Uh, tax cheating, I'll just have to, Putin Puppet Con Man. <laughs> I don't have racists as friends or, or the enablers of a tax cheating, blah, 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 blah. Stop and smell the roses. All right, I'm going to have to get back to this. Obviously, I can't do this while we're on the air, I guess, because we have other shit to do, but I will get back to her. Stop and oh, she just pissed me off like beyond. I gotta hold on a second, guys. Hi, Tara Jr. Jr. You're back. What were you doing? I mean, what a little a um a dumb bitch really 
She doesn't know me from a freaking hole in the wall. First of all, don't worry about it. I got friends, right? Like, who cares, though? This is what they do. Amen, sister. Laura Allen writes, What did he do? Let me count the ways. I'm so done with closet racists and greedy asshats that care for one thing and one thing only, their stock portfolios. Trump's Faustian deal... And wait, Trump say Faustian deal. And when you and when your debt comes due, trust and believe that Donald J. Trump will not be there for you. So Michael Elia 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 I can never say that name. I'm sorry. He wrote. He's uh, someone with darker pigment, a human being with darker pigment. <laughs> I thought I it was Dems who are moving our country to Scandinavia. Now all the socialist staff. They are dreaming about only in Scandinavia, but on the more important note, please be fair to your fellow debater. All I ask is to be given room to vote. I didn't say anything about either candidates. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm reading it wrong. I'm so sorry. I stopped. This is the wrong one. That's her response. I'm really messing this up now. So Michael writes, wait, uh, um, Natasha I'm on a, on my way to loot some stores. I'll get back to you about all the ways your post is just so wrong. You can have him. Go on and move to Scandinavia. Bye-bye. Anyway, so this bitch writes. So everybody's jumping in. That's good. It's not just me now. The normal people are piping up and shutting this bitch down. So she, because she tells Michael, I thought it was Dems moving to Scandinavia. All the socialist stuff, staff, they're dreaming about stuff, she meant. In Scandinavia, I got to get, that's why I have to take more time to respond to this idiot. Because, of course, she loves socialism, but, yeah, okay. And then Natasha writes, she keeps going. She's writing to everyone. She's taking them one by one, all of the people that are, giving her case of red ass she writes i have never relied on any politician to help me quite different from the democrat base oh this bitch i try to practice some common sense conservatism which is an an oxymoron for morons which is trying to survive on your own wits oh my god no all right i can't this is gonna go on all night we will be here at one o'clock that's what she thinks. Surviving on my own. The Democrat. The Democrat politicians. Oh, God. I hate them. And I hate her. Yeah. This is going to be good. All right. Whatever. I have to get back to it. Because clearly I need more time to respond to every. Not every. I just got to kick her ass. And shame her. Obviously, though, there's no room for shame. They don't have any shame. Look at their standard bearer. They have no shame. They don't care what they're doing to this country. They have no ability to care because they can't see through their ignorance. Their racism is unbelievable. It's 
it's like they're it's like the air that they breathe they it's well it's sort of like a fish swimming doesn't really know the water until it's taken away i guess that's why they're like Meh, i need my racism i need my white privilege because everybody will see how stupid I am. Cut America's meat. What? That's right. That's America's meat. All right. Well, let's keep going. That's what annoyed the hell out of me earlier. And then something else I have to show you. Actually, speaking of, on Facebook... Too, because I went on Facebook today to post that, and then, but there was somebody else. The reason I posted that was because someone else posted. I saw something else that some other some idiot wrote, and I responded to. It. And then I was like, I should put something on Facebook about how I can, how I I have no time. And that's it. I'm done. I'm done with Trump banzies. So on Facebook, somebody on factcheck.org, they posted this fact-checking the first Trump-Biden debate. And first comment, this I don't know this person. This is, I never, it's not on my feed. It's on the factcheck.org feed. She wrote, I think Trump proved last night who the strong, alert, ready leader is all right let me repeat i think trump proved last night who the strong alert and ready leader is what that behavior that we witnessed those antics the disgraceful antics of uh, of a of a sociopath, of a dictator and being a wannabe dictator sociopath. That's a strong, ready leader. Let's see. Uh, Tara Jr. is sitting on my hands. And we're sharing the same air. Trump has interrupted. Well, the thing that pissed me off is that it Biden wasn't interrupting him. It was the goddamn baboon that wouldn't shut up. This a strong, alert, ready leader. I prefer a strong leader, one who will not be pushed around. Biden had no answers. All he could do was call Trump names. Like, tell him to shut his mouth? I, in fact, I was disappointed that Biden didn't go after him more, but I guess, you know, he is what he is. That's You gotta be yourself. But he showed remarkable restraint against the con man. Still don't know any of Biden's policies. He refused to tell us what he will do. Well, we'll know what we know what Trump will do. 
He will put the freaking last nail in the coffin of the grand experiment in liberal democracy. It's the end. It will be over. Of course it will. I, I couldn't believe that. And I couldn't let it stand, frankly. And this whole Antifa, oh my God. So I wrote, that's another thing. I wrote her, if you consider the belligerent, the, the belligerent antics of a tax-cheating, draft-dodging, fake, rich-person, parasite, wannabe dictator, pathological liar, Putin puppet strong, you are pathetic. So, and I wrote the same thing. That one day, his, you know, history will revile them. Unlike the con man's fake failed businesses, they will, oh, you could take it to the bank. And it is, and I said, you should be ashamed of yourself. It is the patriotic duty to all, of all Americans to get out and vote. These innate, these, this death cult. And they're enabling dupes into the dung pile of history where they belong. And as I was reading that, Natasha just replied again. Oh, my God. But, Michael, the point of democracy is that we can agree to disagree, isn't it? Agree to disagree that blacks are looting? And you're an individual. You're not an individual. You're a boring old white bitch like all the other boring white old bitches in history Willfully, willfully ignorant and easily played because of your your ignorance and racism. Oh my God! If we all have to think the same just to keep our human rights, then we are not going to be free anymore. Oh my God! This is a nightmare. It is a nightmare. And believe the autocrat as all, the, all those who study the takeover of perfectly decent democratic societies will warn us. They have warned us. Believe him. He's not going away. Look, here's Bill Barr lying about voting. This is playing with fire. This is playing with fire. We're a very closely divided country here. And if people have to have confidence in the results of the election and the legitimacy of the government, and people trying to change the rules to this, to this methodology, which, as a matter of logic, is... He's talking about mail-in voting. They have no examples of, of anybody cheating with mail-in vote. I mean, they have what, the few and far between examples and people who are prosecuted there are penalties that's why we have a system of laws but it's not rampant it never has been and this idiot the this what they're doing is saying it's by it's a matter of logic so we're gonna steal this election because you know they stole it as a matter of logic. We don't have any um, examples, but it, you, it makes sense that they would steal it. And it also makes sense that, look, Trump didn't win. So 
Clearly it was stolen, said every democracy-hating dictator ever. Very open to fraud and coercion is reckless and dangerous. Fuck you. Oh, my God. I know I'm violating my own curse rule. But what else do you say? It's a matter of logic. Change the rules to this to this methodology, which, as a matter of logic, is very open to fraud and coercion, is reckless and dangerous. And as a matter of logic. And look at his indignance, the anger. You don't think that that um, affects the average American dum-dum? People are playing with fire. We and uh, that's why they do it. And here's Christopher Ray saying, "No, there is no voting problems. There is no rampant voter fraud and mail-in ballots." Not seen historically uh, any kind of coordinated national voter fraud effort uh, in a major election, uh, whether it's by mail or or otherwise. Yep, there you go. Well, don't let the truth get in the way. That's not a problem in an autocracy. Truth is is to whatever the autocrat says it is. And they've been on this mission for many years. Don't you remember years ago during the Bush administration? There was that interview. I don't remember. I think it was the New York Times. And they were interviewing somebody in the Bush administration. And he was like, we make up. It doesn't matter what the truth is. We make it up. And by the time you catch up, we'll be on to another something else, making up what the next truth. But oh, those are the Republicans, right? The great Republican party that all of the sudden had a dictator envying con man as a standard bearer. They don't know how he got there. Like all the rest of the Republicans, like the Lincoln Party Republicans, they washed their hands in their part in creating this. But this has been an, uh, a mission. This has been a project for them for years, my entire life. The entire time I've been on this earth, born in this godforsaken country, by accident of my grandmother had to come here for whatever reason, and have my my father here as an anchor baby. That's what she did. She came over here, pregnant, ready to pop, so she would have my father and he would be an American citizen. That is what happened. Yes, I'm looking at the Facebook um, chat. Errol says, Trump countlessly proved himself to be the true asshole of assholes. Yes. And Jerry, Jerry Merrick says, I didn't think I was capable of hate, but I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Well, I knew I was capable of hate, but not this level of it. Not the burning, never ending not in my stomach and that bitch on my facebook page that's telling me smell the roses you know you might have some more friends 
what do you, you dumb bitch, smell the roses? I'd like to smell them, but, you know, Trump has fucked up the environment, so there aren't too many of them to smell at this point. And I wouldn't trust it anyway, because there's probably some deadly pesticide on them, thanks to him. Smell the roses. Can't we all agree to disagree? No, we can't agree to disagree. We can all agree you're a racist. And we can all agree, well, you, we, you could disagree that you're not a, that, that you, it's your, I guess it's your right. You could be as dumb as you want to be, but expect a reaction. That's freedom, right? That is freedom. Really? Oh my God. Natasha. They're all, it's great. Everybody's fighting with her now. Well, educating her. Natasha, she writes to Laura, I know we haven't been introduced, so it's tempting to start assuming that someone is assuming something. But if you read what you wrote, you will see what comes across like a need Trump and what? You will see that it comes across like I need Trump and rely on him. Nope. What worries, worries me is that people begin to hate democracy itself. Are you kidding me? Because other candidate wins? He didn't win. When we have become beholden to politicians, oh my God, I hate them. All right. Everything is politics, you dumb. Since when have we lost faith in the Constitution? Tell me what the Constitution is, dummy. They talk about the Constitution. None of them know anything about it. They don't know anything about the Constitution, history, or reality. You don't like Trump? I will do anything to protect your right to feel that way. Yeah, really? You will? Like, how about then you vote for the one who's not destroying the democratic experiment? You f dumb dumb. Because that's what makes America great. Not Trump, not Biden. If we begin to think otherwise, it's going to end. So you, so think about it, she writes. Yeah, because none of us are thinking. She's thinking. The one who wrote, blacks are have the right to loot. As, as redistribution. That's what she writes. Unprompted. Of course. She pulled that out of her ass where it belongs. She should shove it right back up there because it's not doing any good in the light of day here. It looks, she makes, it makes her look like the dum-dum that she is. <sighs> but this is where we are. It is legion. They are legion. And you know what annoyed me today? Another thing. Because so, we're on this topic of morons being surrounded by morons. And it is our patriotic duty. That, that's why I posted that. To get rid of this Trump virus. The filthy Trump virus. The filthy death, uh, democracy-hating Republican Party. And the filthy Trump and Z enablers. But I was, while well, all day, you know... As I do, I don't know why, I'm a glutton for punishment, watching 
um, the what was I watching? You know, MSNBC watching the coverage of the debates, the 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 commentary, what people were saying, and they what do they do all the time? Uh, I swear it's so tedious. What? Uh, let's check in with Trump voters. Let's check in with undecided voters. Undecided, and they actually. One of these uh, these pundits on MSNBC interviewed somebody. I think his name was Mateo or something. I wish I had captured it. He was he's undecided. And they, what is what are you interviewing this person for? Well, you know, you know what he said. He needs to see more. He's not sure he's who he's going to vote for. He. He didn't like, you know, the debate was, um, it wasn't good because they were both yelling at each other. Both? This both sides shit again. They were both yelling at each other. And, you know, um, he's going to wait, this guy said, the undecided voter. One undecided voter out of millions of Americans. We got to get, let's get the dum-dum of opinion the undecided voter what who's an undecided voter i'm either gonna eat um a, a shit sandwich or well, i don't know or have a regular lunch i, I guess let me know i don't know what are my options here this uh filleted glass and uh and hair and human hair or um i don't know bag of chips what am i gonna do I, the choices i can't decide i don't know who who can i vote for i have to see some more <clears throat> i have to see some more babies in cages i gotta see more disgraceful displays like that. I got to hear more lies. But you see, they don't realize it's lies. That's why he does it. An undecided voter? I got to hear more. I don't really know. So that's why Trump, it's like uh, a re just uh, a machine gun of lies. Like, I don't know. I got to see some more. I haven't seen enough death yet. Not enough sickness. I haven't he heard enough uh, cries to liberate Michigan, liberate Virginia. There aren't enough. There aren't enough people dead. There aren't enough riots in the street. There aren't enough. There aren't enough white people standing on their lawns with mach machine guns. Like, Two idiots, like the Hamburglar and company. That's just not enough. I haven't seen enough. There's not enough money going to the top. Oh, that's the other thing. I like... I can't stand this line of whatever the... F they, they keep peddling it and pushing it, and it is bullshit. It makes me weak. Constantly. To hear the same shit from him and them and the media 
It is not a great economy. It was not a great economy before. The reason we have a Twitler is because it's not a great economy. Because we live check to check. Well, and the racism too. But it's the perfect storm of autocracy. So they go, oh, well, oh, then um, the undecided voter, Mateo, whatever the hell his name is, the dum-dum who needs to see more, was like, well, I like his tax policies. You do? You like the the private jet write-off and all those, the bringing back the the liquid lunch, but taking away the mileage for truckers and the the write-offs for teachers who have to buy supplies for their students in this sick-ass country where we have... That's why we're stupid, by the way. That's why we're goddamn stupid. Because we don't invest in each other. Well, we're rugged individuals, like... Natasha Asa said, we're rugged individuals. I individually kick dropped them or something. We're rugged individuals here. We can't do anything collective like have a decent life, have a decent middle class life for all. Might as well just have a decent ostentatious, gluttonous, selfish life for some. Well, the rest of us, maybe, hopefully, I hope there's a heaven. Please, I wish. My God. My God, I wish. Well, the rest of us will we'll get mansions in heaven. Don't worry about it. What are you doing? Complaining. I don't rely on the government. Oh, really, Natasha? Did you dig your own well this morning? For your morning coffee? Oh, how interesting. And you you dug your own well, and then you tested that water for parasites? How interesting. And then you drove your own road that you made, and you got on the internet that you invented... You wrote on this bullshit. You wrote all this shit thanks to what? You taught yourself to read and write? Or what? Uh, I mean, who was that? Oh, in the schools? In the government collective schools? Jesus Christ. I wish, honestly, get out. Go. Go. If you think... Go to Liberland. What are you doing? I, I don't get it. The, no, you know why? Because they like to suck on the government teat. They like it. But they're racist. You understand? She said it. How... how I, if I was ever proven wrong by a Republican, I would faint. I swear. I say it all the time. It is racism. That's what it comes down to. You scratch the surface. I, I haven't. How many times have I said it? It's really. It's like I'm a psychic friend or something. But it, it, you don't have to be psychic. It's obvious. 
How many times? I, I say, just give me 10 minutes with any one of them. And if they dare to be honest, I would, I would reveal that they are racist. That's what it comes down to. They say, and it comes out in all kinds of sideways, backhanded ways. They don't even realize it, you see. Like when she says, the blacks don't like him. The blacks. Yeah, just the blacks. No, honey. The majority, Earth, doesn't like him. Earth. Because Earth is not as stupid as you. The rest, normal people, are not stupid as you. There's a lot of stupids, yes. That's you. That's you and your friends, your pals. But it's not normal earth. It's not the majority. So, and she's talking about democracy and voting. Then let the one who fucking wins the most votes. How about that? How about that? How about... Then we wouldn't have any Republicans in power. And they know it. Jesus Christ. Where do we live? I swear, I need to find a girlfriend in another country. Somebody? Anybody out there? Look at me. Hey, let's have a speed date. Hi. I'm normal. I'm a normal person. Look, well, my hair. Hi, everyone. I like long walks. I like, oops, shit. I have a drinking problem, as you can see. I like sunsets, kittens, and I like cats. I like, well, I like dogs, too. I like all animals. I like them better than people. <laughs> I like them so much I don't eat them. <laughs> you know, they eat each other, but what are you going to do? You can't talk them out of it. That's how they were made. I like... Uh, what else? That's about it. <laughs> Walks. I like... I like riding my bike. I like... I like reading. I like history. I like... Um, playing games. I like some video games. I play video... I've always played video games, even when I was a kid. That's why my... Nephews uh, thought I was the coolest aunt. I am the coolest aunt, but they're they're grown up now, so I'm just, maybe they realize uh, how not cool I am. Who knows? But that's why I I always loved hanging out my nieces and nephews. I was the greatest aunt, playing games with them, playing video games, playing all kinds of games, and we would we've had so much fun when they were growing up. Playing, we went bike ride and we went for walks. We would play, well, we played one game with the hose. We would spray each other with the hose when, you know, when it was hot. Running, you know, you had to, it was a game we made up. I don't remember. You had to run by, you had to get to a certain place without getting sprayed. Everybody ended up getting sprayed, though. It was fun. And they enjoyed it. They thought, you know, they like when they can do that to adults, when kids can do that to adults. They really appreciate that. 
get a real kick out of it. It's sort of like Freaky Friday in the on a Sunday afternoon. And what else do I like? This is a speed date. Um, that's it. <laughs> I like... What else do I like, Shannon? Do I like anything? I don't know. Nobody. Nobody. I got no takers. Oh, well. Guess it's just me and you, Tara Jr. Jr. and Francis Jr. Jr. Look at this. All right. Uh, I'm not sure. That the, I'm trying to think. What should I... Where should I go next? Because there's a couple of things. Before I forget again, I want to remind everybody about Greg Palast's website. And you should go right now to SaveMyVote2020.org. They're putting a lot of work in. And Greg Palast is a, is a great American. The work that he does to save this country from the filthy fascists taking it over. Let me just read this incredibly disturbing but not unexpected uh, antic. As Bill Barr lies about mail-in ballots, Republicans are, are actually... This is what they're up to. What they're they're purging the voting rolls as fast and as tricky as they can, and targeting Democrat, Democratic. I w- I was not going to say Democrat, Democratic voters. So here's an article by Ni- Naomi Wolf, titled "Wisconsin Movers Movers." They have a thing called. This is. I mean. Oh, okay, let me get into it. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Wisconsin movers voter purge list errors. So Republicans, instead of going out there and saying, hey, we're Republicans, we have these policies, they're putting their money, time, and energy into figuring out who is who moved, Right? The voting list, why are they so focused on it? They're, why? Because they're not about the integrity of the voting list. If somebody moved, they want to kick you off the voting list. That's what it is. So, and, and how dare you, really? How effing dare them? That's how much they hate the American people. So you're living your life. You're maybe you fought for this country. Maybe your family fought for this country. Maybe you're you have relatives who died for this country. And then these scums come sweeping in to kick you off the voting rolls because you move. They're going to do any. Any excuse to kick you off illegitimately. So when you show up on election day, your name will not be on the voting roll. And you, you will get a provisional ballot, which will not be counted. I never understand why they don't count the provisional ballots. 
But that's what happens. Because this country is effed and they are stealing it. Like I said, we talk about history. We talk about Rome. Look, I'm wearing the shirt. Rome. Established, what does it say? 723. Oh, no. 753 BC. That's what it says on the bottom. And there's a lot of cat hair. That The cat hair comes separately, though, when you buy the shirt. So, <clears throat> but they had voting, too. Even all through the empire, when it was an empire, when it was ruled by an autocrat, they still voted. They still went out. You saw in the ruins of Pompeii, all, one of the, inter not one, but there's interesting um, graffiti all over the walls of Pompeii. It's very, I love that kind of stuff. But some of the graffiti is our political advertisements and saying, vote for such and such. Let's see, vote, let's see, Pompeii voting advertisements. Because according to the graffiti, there was an election coming up right around the corner. See, look, here, I just looked it up right in front of our faces. Electoral notes, here it is. Right on, right here. That's a political advertisement. But they had a they had an autocrat. They had an emperor. Let's see. Wait. I have to make it smaller here. <clears throat> the Roman town of Pompeii was preserved in meters of volcanic material, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we, we know the history, but it's... Here's, here's, here's some of the political advertisement. Marcus Serenius for Edile. Some people love him. Some are loved by him. I can't stand him. Who loathes? Who loves? <laughs> That must be one of those negative advertisements. But that's an actual political advertisement. If integrity in life is thought to be of any use, this man, Lucretius Fronto, is worthy of great honor. And they know that Lucretius Fronto was up for political office because in other ads, it mentioned his name. Valens, you're sleeping, you're asleep and dreaming. Wake up from your slumber and make Helvius Sabius Edile. So they were having an election for the for an Edile. And that was a uh, a magistrate responsible, I'm just reading from the definition, for public buildings and originally for public games. And they also supplied the cities with grain, which is a big role. Bread and circus, that is the truth. One of the main perks of being a Roman citizen is that you all, everyone got a certain, um, a certain amount of grain. So, 
If honor is bestowed on a man who lives modestly, a worthy honor should be given to this young man, Cuspius Panza. I ask that you elect Lucius Papadilius Amplius and Lucius Vidius Numenius Aediles. I beg you to elect Marcus Epidesabius, senior magistrate with judicial power, a most worthy young man. The venerable council is electing him. Good fortune to Clemens, a venerable judge. So, what does that sound like? They were voting. They thought they were free. They were participating in the electoral process for their local community. For the health, return, and victory of Gaius Julius Philippus here to his Lares Publius Cornelius Felix and Vitalis Cuspius, make an offering. All the deadbeats and Marius ask for Fadilla, for, for, for Vatia, sorry, Vatia, to be edile. Epitus and his household support Helvius Sabanius for Edile. So this is a hot and heavy contested and uh, very pertinent election going on in the, the town of Pompeii at that time. That didn't... Yeah, this was well, in, not well, it was 79 AD was when Vesuvius erupted. So, it was pretty, it wasn't, they were in the first of the Roman emperors, but it was still an empire. Who was the emperor? I forgot. Vespasian. Okay. Vespasian, Titus Flavius Vespasian. All right. So there you go. That'll be us. Yeah, we'll still have our local elections, but that's that. As the article on gregpalace.com titled, Wisconsin's Movers Voter Purge Lists Errors. So, okay, let me explain. Here's the article. The Greg Palace Investigation Fund retained the nation's top firms in address veri verification, including the U.S. Postal Service's principal address licensee. So they're going through addresses to make sure that people actually live where they live. So, Greg, that's what the Republicans are doing. They're using these dodgy lists that aren't accurate to throw people off the voting rolls. And the reason Greg Palace discovered that they were not accurate was because the Palace Investigation Fund hired and they employed an actual address verification firm to, to go through <laughs> the dodgy list that the Republicans were using. The experts found 39,722 Wisconsin voters who supposedly moved from their registration addresses. 
that they had not in fact moved a minimum 25.8 error rate. So that's one in four. Unreal. The team of experts are the same firms used by Amazon, eBay, and Home Depot, including Merkle, the main licensee on the address change contracted by the U.S. Postal Service. The Black, Mo- the v- Black Voters Matter Fund will present the report's findings to the state on Monday, and this passed already. But they- And then you, there were a bunch of articles about it. Not just so others, other more mainstream outlets picked up this work that Greg Palace did to expose another dirty trick, another Republican dirty trick. Using 240 databases and specially licensed post office files, these experts in what the industry calls advanced address list hygiene. Who knew that was a thing? But it is. Also identified a further 58,404 or 38% who had moved, but only within their county. So you move to another apartment in your building or in the, what, regardless, you're in the same county. So you don't have to change your registration. You're not moving out of your district, but well, I guess you have to change your address, but you're, that's already been decided by the law that you're still on the voting rolls There's, without having to update it. Well, it gets, I'll get to it. So the list, said Palace, is also violently biased. Oh, wait, here we, let me see. Uh, advanced list hygiene. Also identified 58,000, 38% who had moved but only within their county. Wisconsin law and the National Voter Registration Act prohibits canceling the registration the registration of those who move within their town or city. You see what they're doing? They're canceling people's registration illegally. Of course they are. The list said Palace is also violently biased against black voters and voters of color. Investigative reported Palace from Rolling Stone and Democracy Now!, a statistician and an economist by training, said the team also plotted list by census tract and found that the higher percentage of African Americans in, his, in the neighborhood, the more likely you were to be wrongly tagged for the purge. The Palace team also reached out to 700 voters and filmed several swearing that they did not move. Most voters are of color in Madison and students in Madison. Most are voters, I'm sorry. Most are voters of color in Madison and students in Madison, home of the University of Wisconsin. A young African-American woman, Sakana Taylor, was identified as leaving Milwaukee, although she is, wait for it, the Milwaukee County Supervisor. Three weeks ago, the ACLU of Georgia released the Palace Report on the wrongful purge of 198,000 by Georgia's GOP Secretary of State. So if you live in Georgia or Wisconsin, go to SaveMyVote2020.org and see if you are on the purge list and then 
click the link to re-register right now. Let me play Greg Palast's video that he made about this incident. Well, thank God for Greg Palast, frankly, all the work he's doing. Let me see. Do, do, do. I'm trying to focus on the on this page. Here we go. Oh my God! Of Wisconsin will not surrender their beloved state to the left-wing mob, and that's once again, happen. it's down to Wisconsin, which Donald Trump won by a mere twenty-two thousand votes. The question is. Will voters decide who wins the state, or will it be decided by an ethnic cleansing of the voter rolls? Breaking news, this is a big political story. Thousands of Wisconsin voters will be removed from the state's voter registry following the ruling of an Ozaki County judge. Wisconsin's Republicans are demanding the state remove 153,000 citizens from its voter rolls. That's seven times Trump's 2016 victory margin. And I don't know why it is that we have Pastor Greg are, Lewis who are so adamant about making sure that we take people off the registration roll. How can we come to this point where there's no love at all for a whole group of people who are not going to understand when they go to vote why they're getting hassled? What are the grounds for removing these thousands of voters? The mm. GOP says they've all moved out of Wisconsin or they've left town. And yes, a voter who's left Milwaukee can't legally vote in Milwaukee. But have they moved? We spoke to one of those targeted, Sequana Taylor. Found out last week that I was on the purge list through my office. But did she move from Milwaukee? Seems unlikely. Okay, so what are your positions here? Yep, so Milwaukee County Supervisor <laughs> District 2 and School Board Director District 3. Unbelievable. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is Greg Palast reporting. If this voter scrub list claims a Milwaukee supervisor has moved out of Milwaukee, well, exactly how accurate is this movers list? Did these movers actually move? Our investigations team turned over this Wisconsin mover list to the nation's top experts in address verification. Expert John Lenzer. Well, we've worked for everybody from Home Depot to Amazon. We have worked for 300 to 400 different companies. They use advanced address hygiene to correct their databases and make sure they have the correct address of, of their customers so that their mailings are more accurate. We use 240 different data feeds from all kinds of companies uh, subscriptions to magazines, your mortgage address, pretty much anything you subscribe to. And they maintain a file of a person's correct address. I would think that state of Wisconsin would be well advised to use advanced address hygiene. They'd save a lot of money and have a, a more accurate result. They checked every name on the scrub list one by one, and their findings are a shock. 39,722 voters on the so-called movers list have in fact never moved. That's twice Trump's victory margin. But wait, I just want to get to this other thing. If it's here, I want to see. Oh, he, this is him. This is Greg Palast interviewing uh, one of the Republicans who was doing, was part of the purge and listen to him, ex his excuses. Rick Eisenberg, the CEO of Will, insists the scrub list is accurate. 
is substantially accurate. We think it's 97 to 95% accurate. But he didn't ask not. the experts. In fact, this he doesn't lie. even know what experts are called. Do you understand uh, the term uh, advanced address list hygiene? Advanced address list hygiene is not a term that I've seen employed in that way. And Eisenberg insists he's unaware of the color and age of his victims. I do not know the racial composition of people. You know the demographic, the uh, age demographics. I don't know any- it's So full of shit. I, I do not have numbers with respect to um, the age demographics, the racial demographics, the income demographics. Yeah, right. I was curious. Yeah, right. Who's paying Eisenberg to get rid of all these voters in Milwaukee and Madison? The answer, the Bradley family. They once owned the biggest factories in Milwaukee. Then the Bradleys sold the factories. They were closed down and Milwaukee was devastated. Milwaukee, once an industrial powerhouse. No more. But the Bradleys' billion dollar gain from the sale helped fund their right-wing causes. Commissioner Jacobs is blunt about the real reason for the billionaire's lawsuit. I think it's crystal clear that the intent of this lawsuit was to remove voters from the voting rolls and particularly voters in urban centers. It's not about fraud prevention because that's absurd. It is only about removing voters in Milwaukee, Madison. Voter purge would, is clearly being brought on behalf of the Republicans and the Republican Party um, as an attempt to gain an advantage in Wisconsin for the Republican uh, races, particularly for the presidential race that's coming up. And not just Wisconsin is on the line. A whopping 30 states use this so-called movers list. The Wisconsin Supreme Court will hear the case on September 29th. Oh God. Their decision could determine if our president is chosen by the voters or by the Wisconsin scrub list. This and is Greg is... Palast reporting. And that is the point. The whole, they don't go through all this trouble to allow democracy to stand, to allow us to vote. They don't go through the trouble of stacking the courts, of purging the voter rolls, if they're not going to steal another election. They've been doing it for my entire life. The entire time I've been on this planet, Republicans have been concentrating wealth and power into their own hands and dividing and conquering this country along racial lines. And I'm sick of it. So that's why we have to call it out. They are, Sin City on the chat, they are cheaters, period. Yes. They're, they're anti-American cheaters. They hate this country. That's why they have to hug the flag. And masturbate into the flag. God. All right, well, here's some more annoying things. Mm, so many things. So many annoying things because, God, 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 God. Everything that sucks. I'm looking at these articles because all, all throughout the day, I'll pull articles. I'll be like, oh, my God. And then it only gets worse. Constantly. And I'm like, oh, my God. It never stops. That's why I ask you all to be, or if you can, please become a patron. I have to say it. I know it's annoying. I have to say it. 
though. Because you got to keep repeating it. Just like you have to say, please become a patron. You can also say, what else? Well, give the show a good review on iTunes. Like and subscribe to the feed. Hit the notification bell. I've been saying, give the show a good review on iTunes. Share the show with your friends. But nobody does. I mean, there are people there who shared and um, reviewed the show. And I thank you all for doing that. But we haven't had anybody do that in a while. So I wonder. That's why you have to keep repeating it. And I know it's annoying, so I'm sorry. But it is a necessary evil. We don't have the Mercer family. They don't have to do that on Breitbart or on Tommy Lauren's show. She doesn't have to do that. Because they are funded by the Mercers. So they could take their blood money and that's what they do. And then they can use all the time, instead of having to plug their shows, they can use all that time to spread more lies. To keep the American people divided and conquered. Here's just a disgusting story that I saw, and I knew it was coming. It was um, but this article's from the 22nd, so it was when we were young. Pro-Trump pastor says says his prayers caused Ruth Bader Ginsburg's passing. That's no accident, he says. During a recent Sunday service at his church in Waco, Texas. Pastor Robert Henderson claimed that his prayers brought about the passing of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, clearing the way for President Trump, so-called, to appoint a new justice before the 2020 election. According to Henderson, Ginsburg's passing was no accident. We were in the meeting on Monday night and, and, in D.C., and I told them, look, We need to go to the courts of heaven right now while we're on site in D.C. And we need to shut the mouth of the lion judicially, Henderson said in a video uh, that was flagged by Right Wing Watch. We need to ask for a judgment against the lion that has actually been devouring and intends to to devour the Supreme Court. We need to get a judgment against this lion that Paul said God shut the mouth of. So I, le- I led us into that place. And guess what? Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. President Trump will establish a new Supreme Court, and that's no accident. You scum. That's no accident? No, it's by design of Mitch McConnell, yeah. That is no accident. The death of a de- democratic republic never is. But they make me sick. She was only put in the ground. Uh, was it today or yesterday? Now every day seems like one day. One long, horrible day. But she was just put in the ground. These bastards. They couldn't even wait. And that bitch, Amy Coney Barrett, is all up in Capitol Hill. 
and they are illegitimately stuffing another Supreme Court justice onto the bench. Yes, Sin City says yesterday. Yes, it was yesterday. It's It's got to be stopped. It's disgusting. It's not democratic. They hate America. But you know what else made me sick today besides everything else? Oh, wait. Wait till I show you this. You might have seen it. Oh, there's more. So many. Well, should I? I'm, I'm debating which one to show first. Well, I'll just stick with this, and then we'll get to the other thing that I was going to say. You you don't know what's going on up here, uh, unless I tell you. We'll stick with the undecided voters. <clears throat> oh, wait, 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 wait. This is... I just went on YouTube here to play this video because I didn't, I didn't capture it. I just got the link. And look, of course, all the ads coming up. You, I'm, have you seen these ads that the Democrats are putting together? Chuck Schumer? Right now to have your gift triple matched and help us flip the Senate and ditch Mitch McConnell. No Democratic president's going to be able to get anything accomplished with Mitch McConnell's hypocrisy and obstruction still controlling the Senate. Winning the White House is simply not enough. Every dollar you give before midnight tonight will be He's so clearly reading. So we can hit our goal. I don't know. They're not very inspiring, that's all. But... I talked to three folks, slight, slight advantage to Joe Biden, but it was really rough getting there. Some of the words they used to describe this debate, painful, unpresidential, disrespectful. We can show you some video of them watching. Many of the folks who are watching right now probably had the same reaction. They knew it wasn't going to be pretty. I don't think they knew it was going to be this ugly. What? Here's a little bit of what they told me right From after the debate. From one side. If you were to ask me who won the debate, I don't really think either one won. They danced around, called each other names, were disrespectful. Excuse me? They danced around, called each other names. It's the both sides again. Were we watching the same debate? I saw a 72-year-old or 74-year-old toddler and autocrat shitting all over the American experiment, saying, I have no time for this. Why are you bothering me with this whole election thing? I'm great. I've done it all great. Uh, nobody could have done better. I'm the best you're going to get and ever going to get. So why are you bothering me with this tedious debate? He did. He acted like that because he hates this country. He hates the American ex- experiment. He hates democracy. He wants to be like Putin. Putin doesn't have to stand up there and debate. Why should he? Does Kim Jong-un, the smart cookie, have to debate? Does Mohammed bin Salman, Salman? They don't have to debate. Erdogan doesn't have to debate. Why does he? He's put upon. 
He just said F you to America. That's why. It's like he took a big shit in the middle of the floor. It's like the whole world was watching and he just laid a big turd on the floor and said, clean it up. Look what you made me do. You don't like it? Smell it. Live with it. That's what he did. And the entire thing was um, a disgrace, an assault on America. The entire thing. It's not Joe Biden. Joe Biden stood there until he couldn't take it anymore. And he said, would you shut your mouth? He had a hell of a lot more restraint than I would have had. He should have walked off. I really wish he wasn't... I, I wish he didn't laugh. That's what annoyed me. And look down. He shouldn't have laughed. What he should have did was just stand there and stare at him when he was going on and on about with his antics and say, you're a disgrace. Can you believe this? Look at this, America. Look at what... We have to put up with, but we don't have to put up with it. We can get rid of it, and it is a liar. Everything it is saying right now is a lie. It's lying to your face. It is the worst president in American history. I'm glad he said that. And then he said, I'm sorry. He said, are you this clown? And then he said, I'm sorry. What are you sorry about? Yeah, you're, he's sorry. He's sorry. He's a sorry, sorry excuse for a human. You don't need to be sorry for calling that out. It's the duty to call it out. It's the duty of every American to call him out. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. And then this woman here? Oh, they were make they were making names at each other. Undecided voter. She should be ashamed of herself. To ask me who won the debate, I don't really think he Norma Wilbur Wilbel? Undecided voter? Are you insane, Norma? What's wrong with you, Norma? You must be a racist, too. Honestly, they're all racist somewhere. Because how do you really put up? How do you put up with that? How do you say that's okay? Everything about him. It's not, it, it would have been enough with the racism coming down the escalator. But then it went from there. Everything. You're not just an undecided voter. You're an ill-informed voter. And you're in a, you should be ashamed. You should be embarrassed for yourself. And you should be embarrassed to be on TV telling everybody how ill-informed and ignorant you are and stupid. And it's, I'm done with these Trump Trumpanzies, all of them. I don't know who she voted for, but how dare she? She's undecided. Well, you better know that if she voted in 2016, she voted for Trump if she's undecided. 
Because there are no undecided voters. They're just, I don't know what it is with these. Some people just don't want to admit it that they're racist, I guess. That they voted for Twitler. They should be embarrassed. And all of this um, pretending, the, you know, here's the thing. The reason we are going over a cliff right now, this country's on the precipice of autocracy right now, is partly because of the corporate media normalizing everything, normalizing it all. Even voting for a racist is being normalized. That shouldn't be normal. We should be better than that. Yeah, this country is a racist. We, we were founded on racism, of course. But in this day and age, in this goddamn millennia, if we have any hope of survival, voting for a racist should be something that is vilified universally. It shouldn't be on the table or undecided. If you're, it's like you're voting for somebody who is endorsed by the KKK. The Proud Boys, of a, a cult, a right-wing terrorist organization run by imbeciles and incels who beat each other up and eat cereal while they, uh, they jump their members into the gang. Show me Antifa doing that. There's no Antifa organization, much less... That's how another reason why we know Republicans hate this country, because they're making shit up. They're just making up an enemy. And Joe Biden was absolutely right when he said Antifa is not an organization, it's an idea. And they were like, oh, oh, oh please. And then on, even on Twitter, Megyn Kelly, all these other Republicans, today on Twitter, Megyn Kelly said, Twitter, uh, that Bo- Joe Biden said that Antifa is an idea. And she, and she goes on and she says, point to Trump. Meaning Antifa isn't an idea. It's, it is not an organization. What is so hard to get through your thick fascist skulls? It's not an organization. If it was, show me where it is. Where are the meetings? Where's the Zoom calls at least? Where's this? Where's the building? Who's the leader? Where do I send my dues? It's the, their own, our own, America's own intelligence agencies tell these fascists again and again and again. It is not an organization. It is an idea. It's an ideology. Like vegetarianism. It's not a th- an organization. And they, they d- and re- what do Republicans do? They counter it. They say, that's not true. It's a dangerous, dangerous organization. The left, the radical left, when the FBI says our real threat is from right-wing terrorism, that's because they don't give a shit who dies, how many have to die. It's all a part. Hey, if you, you, know, you want to make an omelet, you got to break some eggs. You want fascism? You got to break some skulls. You got to kill some people. 
If they really cared about the American people, this is the party of life, after all. Right? Party of life, my ass. Then you would... What would you do? You wouldn't lie to them about what their threats are. You wouldn't take a page right out of the Nazi playbook, and that's what that is. This is why we have to call it out. This is why we have to be hyper-vigilant against fascism. Like when a baboon comes down an escalator saying Mexicans are rapists. You say, that's it. I'm out. It's, I've had enough. Okay, we've had enough of this clown. Enough. Uh, and then let, let him get the KKK vote. But uh, Norma Whittle? You want to jump in with the KKK? Go right ahead. But look in the freaking mirror. And you should smack yourself across the face and scream, Wake up, Norma! You're a fool. If only just a fool, though. Either one, one, they danced around, called each other names, were disrespectful. I don't know if any- They called each other names and was disrespect. It was all, it was both of them, right? It was just both. Left, white, light, I mean, left, right equivalency. Everybody really won, but I came away with a little more respect for uh, Joe Biden. I think I'm still pretty undecided. It would maybe edge me a little bit more what towards Biden. What a dumb Biden. bitch. What a dumb bitch. I think I'm pretty undecided still. I don't know. I got to see some more babies in cages. Would maybe edge me a little bit more towards Biden. But pretty undecided. It would maybe <laughs> edge me a little bit more towards Biden. But not much. What not like- much. Not much. After that. After that display of of shit after that shit show to see in the next presidential debate oh that's strong that's what they think strength is then we're in big ass trouble that is that was the weakest display of weakness i've ever seen out of a grown man much less a president. Now imagine, ladies and gentlemen, let's play the game again. Let's play the game. What if Obama? What if Obama? They need to do this on Saturday Night Live. Somebody needs to play Obama, debating. And maybe, I don't know, play, just play Trump acting like Joe Biden, just standing there looking down. Let's, let's, uh, have some role reversal. What if Obama screamed and interrupted and lied and said, I'm the greatest, uh, everything was great. Uh, everything I did was great. Oh, I killed 200,000 people, 200,000 more millions would have been dead. Imagine, what if Obama behaved like that? Well, he didn't have that luxury, you see. Even if he wanted to, he wanted to drop kick these fascist fucks. He couldn't, because that's white privilege. What was the other thing? All right, before we go, 
I, I the only thing I wanted to say was that these people are pathetic, undecided voters. Come on, don't be don't be such a Natasha Asa. But I've had enough of them, and guess what? I'm kind of in a way. I feel like I I've said this before, almost like it's not. It's not true. It's not a hundred percent like a Cassandra, you know, in mythology, Cassandra was cursed with knowing the future, but nobody would believe her. I think that some people believe me, but sometimes I kind of know what's not about it. It's not psychic. It's just that I know. I don't know. I just know because you don't have to be a psychic. You just have to know what you just have to know something about history and know that everything is cause and effect. So the the causes that they make, the the effect is inherent in the cause. It's well that is that's the mystic law. That's the whole Buddhist, you know, Namyaho Renge Kyo philosophy. So everything is cause and effect. That's that's the universe. Whatever we do, you don't have to look you you know the future already. What Actions are you taking today? What are you doing? That's why we knew fascism was coming, because it's like, what are they doing? This will lead to that. And as far as the um, undecided voters and the Trumpanzies, I say it all the time. I warn these, these Trumpanzies, they are not going to age well. No, no, no. None of them. He is not going to age well. Twitler? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh And they are not going to age well. Not just really far in the future. Uh, they're not going to age well in the next 10 years, next two years, five years. My only fear there is that the Democrats, because this is why we have to do what we do and push these mother efforts, these these corporate Dems. They're part of the problem. They really are. But we have to push them. Otherwise, they will do the rehabilitation on the Republican Party. They're, oh, oh, my God. Here. You want to see how bad it'll be? This made me want to want to vomit look at this be prayerful that somebody will intervene today and say you just tipped the scale too far I, uh, I one of my prayers is that the Republicans will take back their party the country needs a strong Republican party it's mm -hmm. done so much for our country and to have it be hijacked as a cult at this time is really a, a sad thing for America be prayerful that somebody will... Did you hear what she said? Is this playing? Can you hear that, by the way? Be prayerful that somebody will intervene today and say, you just tipped the scale too far. I, uh, I, one of my prayers is that the Republicans will take back their party. What? What is she talking about? One of my pray I'm her with her and her prayerful. Prayerful. Be prayerful. I prayerfully. Shut up with your prayerfully. I don't care about your prayerfully. 
Is that even a word? Am I saying it correct? Prayerfully. My, pr- my prayers are that the Republicans take back... What? What? Take back their party. The country needs a strong Republican party. It's mm-hmm. done so much for our country. No. No, they haven't done so much. You know what they've done? They have turned us into an oligarchy, and they're not done. The country needs a strong Republican party that have done so much for our country. Name it. Will somebody name it? Name it. You son of a bitch, Nancy Pelosi. Why? Why? What is your problem? Why are you doing their work for them? Would you hear? Could you ever imagine FDR saying the country really needs the Republican Party? No, they said, he said, the Republicans did this to the American people, left them on the bread lines. Yeah, really. I'm reading the chat, Stephanie. Nancy needs to quit pandering. No one is buying it, especially Republicans. I don't even... It's, it sounds weird when I say Republicans now. Because I think Republican. It is Republican. <clears throat> I'm incensed. I'm calling this bitch tomorrow. I'm calling her. And I, I expect everybody else to call her. Call her office. Leave a message. Say, what are you doing, Nancy Pelosi? Are you... Is this something wrong with you? Did you get dropped on your uh, head or something? Or is it... What? What What is your damage? The country needs a strong Republican Party who have done so much good for this... So much... what What exactly did she say? Wait. I, uh, I re- one of my prayers is that the Republicans will take back their party. The country needs a strong Republican party. It's mm-hmm. done so much for our country. And to ha- uh, they've done so much for our country. Name it. Name it. Name it. I'm sick of this. This is why it, it, it's, it's epidemic, too. This other thing that is going on in this country and never stops. It's like the Obama gate it's true it's Twitler did it last night at the debate he was like yeah everybody knows we all know it's terrible you look at this and you look at that you look at that how that works and it's terrible and it's a disgrace but they dev they never he never explains it what what is it what are you talking about exactly because they don't have an example. They're just pulling it out of their ass. It's It was the same thing with Bernie bros. Oh, this terrible, terrible Bernie bros that we had to endure. Oh, the terrible Bernie bros. They're terrible, terrible, terrible. Abusive online, misogynist. Show me. I want to see. But they never had the receipts. It was always, oh, you. we all know how bad they are. It's like, and it goes on on the corporate media all the time. Even, it always, it's happening all the time. Like with these undecided voters too. They'll say, 
well, I just don't like this Obamacare, and I like the tax cuts, but what what are you talking about? Explain yourself, freak. I like the tax cuts. Because what? You drive an Uber, and what? You like that the billionaires you pick up every now and then? On your, uh, on Wall Street, have what? You like that you drive them to their fancy gated communities? I don't get. What do you like? I, you know, I'm not really uh, a big fan of Obamacare. Why? Why? You don't. You like Americans needlessly dying. You like medical bankruptcy. Oh, you like being kicked off when you get sick. You like having uh, no pre-existing condition protection. You like when kids met their lifetime cap before hitting puberty because they had a terrible illness. Oh, you like that. You like when people who have insurance have to go bankrupt still, even though they have insurance. Oh, you like that CEOs make uh, millions and billions of dollars while they deny you care. Oh, you like it. They never explain. But what happens is it gets out there in the in the lexicon, in the zeitgeist. The the thought. What is the what is zeitgeist? The uh, the feeling of the day of the age or whatever. That's what happens. It gets out there, and people just start repeating it. All the undecided voters start repeating it. Because they don't know what they're saying and doing. Nobody has any clue. So they'll just say, I, you know what it is? I just don't like, I don't like Obamacare. And I like, but I like the taxes. I like that Twitler cut taxes on the billionaires. It made concentrated wealth more problematic. Oh, I like that they took away the estate tax so that you will never pay. Oh, I like, you know, I didn't like that estate tax. What? What? Because you heard that. But you don't explain. This is what they, it's all over. The corporate media, it is useless. That's why I say, please become a patron. It's, I'm not kidding, though. You get it? Because that's what they do. They're like, um, yeah, uh, here we, uh, let's go to the big board with Steve Kornacki uh, at the big board. The, well, 58% like this and 20% like that and 30% like this. And then it's up and down in the polls and what? But they don't explain. There's, not, there's no education. There's no informing the voter. You're not informing the voter by telling us that you got these three idiots to watch a debate. How about you inform them about all of the crimes of this administration? Why are we so outraged? Why don't you inform them that in every time, every historical goddamn example of a dying democracy, every step towards the autocrat takeover is is actually being reenacted right here at home. But you don't say that, though. They don't do that. 
they just say things like, I don't like, I don't just not know. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't like, I heard, I don't like Obamacare. I just don't like it. I don't. They say, oh, well, because my, my premiums went up. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. That's another thing. But they, well, you think that the freaking media that's supposed to inform people, do you think they would say, well, you know, the premiums went up. Well, when you don't have pre-existing conditions, you, you can't cover pre-existing conditions without an individual mandate, without your goddamn premiums going through the roof. And, of course, your stupid premiums were goddamn cheaper before Obamacare because you didn't have to cover everything. You stupid doltard. Why don't they say that? They don't. They'll say, oh, well... 20% like this and 40% like, they don't like Obamacare, but 50% like Obamacare. And then, I swear, that's why I'm asking, This is this, can you, somebody please get me the hell out of here? I can get my Irish citizenship my grandmother was Irish. My grandparents were Irish. Not just my grandmother. I just only knew my grandmother. My grandfather died by the time I was born. <clears throat> but I still, I have relatives in Ireland. I can get Irish citizenship. I just got to get out of here. Can somebody get me out of here? <laughs> I got I to gotta get out of here. Listen to this. Listen to these people. I got to live with them. And they're doing it again. They're taking away every every decent thing about this country. They're making it suck. They're making it harder and more brutal and more divided and more hateful. Every second. And they don't like this country because they don't want to do anything to fix it for real. They just want to talk about, let's be prayerful. Oh yeah. Let's be prayerful about this freaking greed centered death cult. Take back your party and do what? Lie us into another war. How about that? Take back your party and, and start saying I'm from the government and I'm here to help. That's the most terrifying phrase. Take back your party and propose GOP TV. Let's do that so we can make the dumb dumbs stupid enough to vote for us. Take back your party and not do any, ev not ever do one single thing. Never. Let's take back your party, Republicans, so you can not pass uh, any legislation that helps the working class. As you have always done, meaning, is this, I'm saying it in the negative. Republicans have never, there has never been a single legislation proposed and passed by Republicans, not even proposed, that has helped, just helped, the freaking working class of this country. They have never done it. Every time they get power, 
they make it worse for working people. So what are you talking about, Nancy Pelosi? And that's why I'm telling everybody who's listening to this and who heard that, that shitty, that, that, what, what was that? What? The country needs a strong Republican Party that's mm-hmm. done so much for our country. Where's my hammer? I have to hit myself in the head. Holy moly. Oh, my God. Please, you got to call her. I'm putting a number here. Let's see. Washington, D.C. office. Let's see. Call Nancy Pelosi. And tell... Oh, well, you can ask her. Ask her. What the hell is she talking about? Ask her what... Ask her what have the Republicans... Republicans, excuse me, ever done to help this country, as she insists they have. I mean, well, well, let's just say uh, in the last hundred years, because I know they like to talk about Abe Lincoln signing the Emancipation Proclamation, but okay, that was uh, 1865, only after he exhausted every other option, including making deals to keep slavery until 1900 and asking those with darker pigment to get the F out of the country, to just move, get the hell out. So I want to know. Uh, if she's got, she's got a secret? One of my prayers is that the Republicans will take back their party. The country needs a strong Republican party that's mm-hmm. done so much for our country. And to have it be hijacked as a cult at this time is really a, a sad thing for America. Be prayerful that somebody will... In- be prayerful. It's really a sad thing for the cult to hijack? No, they're not a cult. This is them. This is their true colors. You want to watch? Here's another thing before we go, because we're going to go. Maybe we'll do a show tomorrow. We'll see what happens. I hope. Where is it? Okay, this is when they asked this, these Republicans, the Profiles in Courage, what they thought about Twitler. Well, about the it debate. Was... About the debate. About the debate. It was, it was the, the least educational debate of any. That's Susan Collins for those on the podcast. Presidential debate I've ever seen. And who do you think was responsible for that? I think there was fault on, on both sides. Um, <laughs> yes, of course. Right. That's your Republican Party right there. Susan Collins. Fault on both sides. Never say the truth. 
Never. If that was the Democratic Party, it would not happen, of course, because the Democrats wouldn't have such a baboon as a standard bearer. But if, no offense to baboons, really. I don't mean to insult baboons. They are more intelligent than Republicans. They would never behave like Republicans. They would never have a party when they kicked other baboons off of health care, stuff like that. They wouldn't act like that. So they're not that evil. But what do you think? Uh, you think what uh, Democrats, what would Democrats do if they if this happened? If uh, that was Joe Biden behaving like that, which would never happen, of course, they'd be like, oh, it's terrible. Joe Biden is he needs to resign immediately and we should all unify again around the Republican candidate for the sake of the country. Because Joe Biden, he showed himself tonight to be unqualified, unfit. You know that would happen. But never. They would never. Uh, it doesn't matter if Twitler, like I said, if he t- he took a metaphorical dump on the stage, what if he took a literal dump? They would be like, well, he's our leader, our dim Fuhrer, our dumb leader. I think that the interrupting on both sides, the uh, on, calling on both sides, on both sides. That's Susan Collins. Unbelievable. It's there. Oh, we need your, we need you, Republican Party. Take back your party. It's such a cult. You know, the cult that, that, that participated in the Nazi takeover of the courts, that blocked a legally elected, twice in a landslide president and the American people who voted for him twice in a landslide from fulfilling his constitutionally prescribed duty to put a Supreme Court justice on the bench. They blocked him. Not just that. They also blocked the 200-plus judges that Twitler boasted about. And nobody corrected that either. They didn't say, well, they did that illegally, but I guess you know why I was thinking about that? Probably because if Joe Biden or anyone mentioned that, it would show the... It would be another example of how weak the Democrats are and how they don't fight and how they would... They sit there pandering for a Republican decency that doesn't exist and begging the Republicans to take back their party that's been hijacked. After what? Hijacked? This is the fitting leader for the Republicans. They are a cult. They've always been a cult. They're a greed-centered, anti-democratic death cult, and they always have been. So it makes sense that they have a con man as a standard bearer because their entire ideology has been a con. They have always conned this country and kept us divided and down and, a, and the working class back on our goddamn heels constantly. Well, they, they kiss up, kick down. That's who they are. 
So it makes sense. Of course, they have a con man, a racist, an overtly racist, endorsed by the KKK con man. But you guess, guess what, though, ladies and gentlemen? He's not the first Republican so-called president that is squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. And he's not the first that's been endorsed by the KKK. They always go Republican, the KKK and David Duke. They always endorse the Republican. So give me a break, Nancy Pelosi, if you will, because I'm tired. That's why it's painful, because I live in a country where they, they put a camera in front of a bunch of undecided idiots who don't know what they're talking about, that have just a minimal understanding of reality, of what's going on, what's actually happening to them. And they, 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 they don't put a camera in front of this face, that's for sure. In front of this, they don't hear, they don't want to hear that. Because it's goddamn true. It was, it was the, the least educational debate Shut of your any mouth. presidential debate I've ever seen. And who do you think was responsible for that? I think there was fault on, on both sides. Right, because that's how you fix something. You just lie. You live in denial. It's like somebody who has, ad- has addiction, frankly. The whole family is sick. That's what they are. You can't fix something if you don't face it. They can't they they don't have an interest in fixing it. She's not the only one. They all had nothing to say. Get rid of her, please. Get her out of this like all of them. Lindsey Graham Lindsay, Miss Lindsay, Lady Graham, get it, get lost. Get them out. I think that the interrupting on both sides. Interrupting on both sides. Interrupting? No, Joe Biden didn't interrupt Twitler. He told him to shut up while he was being interrupted. And he also... You show me where Joe Biden interrupted him. He didn't. He defended himself. He said, shut up, man. And they said, you're the worst president we've ever had. As he was being attacked with lies by by the dictator wannabe con man. This both sides shit. Trump was the one interrupting interrupting on both sides somebody you know susan collins you are a disgrace they will revile you too susan guess what disgusting what about him 
Then that's what Twitter said. Oh, uh, well, Joe Biden, he interrupted me. Now he shut your childish mouth for good and forever. Please, 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 please stroke out. Except we'd have Pence, another filthy liar, another liar, a fascist liar. Another one on Twitter today, all of them fanning out. The president won. He won the debate. Won. What did you win? Nobody won. We will win when you're all gone and, and history's trash heap. Sick. That's what makes me sick. The denial. The constant lies. It never stops. Sickening, sickening cowards. Self-serving, self-seeking cowards and their racist goddamn bunch of army of dupes. Was very unbecoming for a presidential director. Oh, president. it's not unbecoming for a president. It's very unbecoming for a presidential debate. It's just a debate that was unbecoming. The whole thing isn't unbecoming. It wasn't unbecoming when Kevin Nope, when the frat boy sat in front of the American people and banged the table and cried and said, I like beer. I believe in Roe versus Wade, but here's your last nail in the coffin. And I mean that literally, ladies. So if you don't want to die, uh, just keep your legs closed, I guess. You know, that's what we believe in the party of life and freedom. Absolutely. What was it a mistake for him to leave for him to leave that hanging Absolutely. Out yes. That was rough. Absolutely. I'm definitively. I'm taking this very courageous stand against white supremacy. Cause I'm Susan Collins, and I am very. I I I believe in women's right to die in a back alley abortion. <laughs> she shouldn't have had, she shouldn't have had sex. That's it. <clears throat> That's what these Republicans think. That's what they really think. But it's not that they really care. You understand? It's another, it's another red meat for the dupes to hang on to. To say, oh, look, we're for you. We're, we're, we're all about babies, see? While we're killing babies. While we're ripping babies from the arms of their mothers. We're all about life. While we ensure that the American people die. That if you have, well, if you have a child and that child gets sick, oh boy, you better pray. Just keep praying. Because you don't got any health care. That kid, well, hopefully you have a rich, um friend who's a republican and you could stay on their couch why because you'll lose your home you're gonna have to mortgage your house that'll be that 
and your kid will have a pre-existing condition. Hopefully they'll live, but if they, who knows? Well, if they, if they die, they die. That's the Republican way. And, and you'll have to, I, I really, God, there's so many things. You, you'll have to come up with some, um, clever social media campaign. Hopefully film your baby's, um, chemo treatments. What, you know what helps if you film them? Just get a video. Everybody has a camera now. You know that. But when you bring your baby who has leukemia or whatever, some you bring them to the doctor. Even though you know you can't afford it, it's going to be hundreds of thousands, uh, millions of dollars by the time the kid hits puberty. So, But, you know, you want to live. That's okay. I get it. I get it. We're the party of life. That's we understand that. So, but make sure just bring, get your camera when your kid is getting chemo and they're all hooked up to all the needles and machines and the, or if they come out of an operation and they're in pain, they're laying in bed. Get some good footage of that. Shoot that stuff because that really pulls on the heartstrings. So. When you do your GoFundMe campaign, it'll help break through um, and all of the other campaigns because there's so many, I think one third of, it might even be more, of the GoFundMe campaigns are for medical, medical expenses. And only, only in America, of course, but... My most of them, ninety-eight percent of the GoFundMe campaigns for medical, never, ever, ever even reach anywhere near their goal. Uh, uh, the lucky few. Maybe you'll just, you know what I do? Just, just I, I, uh, I recommend get all of those gruesome pictures of your kid. If your kid is crying, if they're like, "Help me, help me." And they're sticking them with needles, and the kid doesn't like it. That that's good. Get that on on social media, and maybe you'll get somebody. I don't know. Maybe Kanye West or somebody will retweet it, and that'll get you. That'll get you something. And and if you get like a hundred thousand dollars or something, that'll get you through maybe the month. But hey, you just gotta keep. Don't don't worry about sleep. You'll sleep when you're dead. You want to save your baby? That's what you do. You got to do that. Hey, but you got freedom. That's your, you're free. You know, freedom isn't free. When your baby is crying because of all of the medical and you're stressed out. And, but you still got to go to work because you need your health insurance. You know, you can't, you can't not go to work. You can't not, t you can't take a day off. You don't have any sick leave. So you got to keep, keep working, keep working. Even though, who knows, uh, I, uh, that boss, that job you hate, that boss that wants to date you. And, you know, what are you going to do? You can't piss him off. You need that insurance. It's for the babies in the party of in the culture of life. 
but you're free. You're free, right? You, you're not free to leave your job because you need the health insurance. You're not free to go to a doctor when you're sick. But you do it anyway because you love your kid. But, hey, you know, you got credit, right? Still, you got a mortgage. Do that. And like I said, the GoFundMe is always good. And they also have Cash App. Cash App Fridays. They You can tweet at Cash App on Cash App Fridays and say, Oh, Cash App, I, I have diabetes and I lost my job. Help me, Cash App. Some some people actually get some free money from Cash App. They'll they'll be like, oh, Cash App, bling, and they'll there you go. Here's a thousand dollars from Cash App. That's the American healthcare system. You got Cash App. You got choices here. We got choices. We're free. Like like uh, what's a face says Natasha Asa. We got choices. We don't want to be any none of this collective shit. Like collectively having collective universal collective healthcare collective or collective socialist collective days off or collective social security. What kind of shit is that? We're free. We got choices here. You can you could choose not to work or you could die. Or you can choose, you got Cash App, you got GoFundMe. I mean, you got choices. You can do, maybe go, they got Facebook giving, or um, there's another one. Giving, there's Giving Tuesdays on Twitter. Maybe you can get your, your social media campaign, your GoFundMe campaign on somebody's Twitter feed on Giving Tuesdays. We're so giving here in America. We're so giving. But we're, we have to keep our freedom. Don't you know? That's what everybody says. And in fact, even in the debate, wasn't that, wasn't that what they were saying in the debate too? They were going on, you're going to take away private health insurance. No, I'm not, man. That's a lie, man. That's a lie. Because everybody loves, 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 loves the private health insurance. That's what they keep telling us. I've never met anybody who loved it, except the undecided voters on MSNBC. They were like, I like my... I heard I like it, at least. That's why they put a camera in front of me. The least informed human beings get a giant platform. That's how it works. Oh, shit. Can you believe where we live? All right, that's it. It's midnight. And my glasses are foggy. And I have... Everything sucks. It's midnight. 12 bells and all sucks. 12 bells and all ain't well. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Let's, before we go, let's, um, let's just check in with Natasha Asa. And I also want to thank everyone for your super chats tonight. Keep up the good work, people. You're doing it. 
and keep it uh, going. Even if you can become a patron, become a patron, please. But I want to thank you, Covert White Rabbit. Thank you for your super chat. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Terry Taylor. Thank you, Shannon and Jim and JD. JD, help me. Oh, get me out of here, JD. He, it's in pounds. He, he gives the super chats in pounds. So he's living in the old country. You lucky bastard. Thank you, Joey Bay. Of the Joey Journals fame. And Jeffrey, the giraffe fame. His, his, I don't know what you call that giraffe. Your, is he a avatar? Is he a alter ego? I don't know. And Shannon again, another super chat. And Jim again. And Kay, thank you, Kay Petrini. For all your support. All right, let's check in before we check out. Check in and check out. Russian bot says, I hope you made some money tonight. Must be hell in your country. Who's Russian bot? Oh, <laughs> I see. There's a Russian bot. I like that. Hi, Russian bot on the chat. That's a good name, Russian bot. Let's see. Many people are talking on this lady's feed here. They're replying to her. Because she's a dumb, dumb. All right. Let me see. Natasha. It keeps coming in. All these. I haven't been let out from Gestapo yet. Seriously, guys. If we let the Constitution crumble because we dislike Trump voters. You have it. She has it backwards. There would be nothing left to defend us. You should listen to me because I know. You know nothing. You're a moron who is living in opposite bizarro world where Trump is the champion of freedom and democracy and Democrats are trying to take th that away. God. Wow. Now I have to respond to her. You know what I mean? It never ends. All right. Guys, you put up with me tonight and my raspy voice. I don't know. I ran out of coffee early on. I ran out of voice years ago. <clears throat> That's from, I don't know. I'm, my voice was getting raspy the other day. It might be from the screaming. It just might be. That is that. All right. What are we going to do? Maybe tomorrow. Hopefully we'll get together. Won't that be nice? Or maybe not. <laughs> Who wants a show tomorrow? Who wants? Well, if we have a patron, we'll definitely get a show. Anybody else want a show? Who wants a show? Put your hands up in the chat or not. Okay, I see no hands. 
I don't like him except for his blacks, says Greg. What are you talking about? Steve wants a show. Okay. Oh, wow. Eve says, it's only 9 p.m. him. Good for you. You're living in the past, Eve. Stop living in the past. It sucks here in the future. It ain't that much better. All right, my friends. Richard W. wants a show. All right. Eve wants a show. Well, I think that's what she wants with a thumbs up. Maybe you want a show. Stephanie wants a show. Wouldn't that be nice? It's good. It's also good for therapy. This is therapy for the resistance. It is. You know why? Even though it's my therapy too. It's just my therapy. It's because we don't have to put up with them. With that shit. We're enough. We're, we're all like, what do you think, Trumpanzi? No. It's sane. We're sane. Errol, Errol Thomas wants a show. He says, I also want a show too. Yes. Yes, show please. It's true. We need to get together and be like, what is going on? And maybe maybe it'll catch on. Not just the show, but the the thoughts, what we're saying. Meaning, we are the patriot. It is patriotic to leave nobody behind. It is patriotic. Universal health care, that's patriotism. And it's also a one of the steps to healing this racist-ass country. And John Fisher says, I want a show, too. Yes, well, he says, I do. It's true. Universal, that's how we have to, this is our plan. When, hopefully, we'll see, of course, we have to fight the fascist who is going to try to steal the election. It is happening. That is not a, if it is a when it's happening. Um, <clears throat> but we have to... This is how we're going to push Biden and the and the fake Dems like Nancy Pelosi who, wa who wants the... You, you want the Republican Party to come back so much? Then move. Get, be a Republican like you are. You want them to... This great part... What are you talking about? Oh, all right. Call Nancy Pelosi. I will. I'm going to call her tomorrow. You see, put make a note for yourself. Make a little alert. It'll take ten minutes. Um, but oh, here's the thing: we have to. This is what's gonna heal the country, and we have to. This is how we're gonna push Joe Biden and those fake ass Dems. If they're not, they're not for universal health care. This is the thought. This the. The zeitgeist, it's not the zeitgeist, it's not the right word, but it, we will, and it's the truth. If you're, if you're not for universal health care and universal higher education, because you're a racist, you, these are racist, you're a racist holding on to racist policies of the past. That's the bottom line. That is how 
It's not, and it's not disingenuous. The reason we don't have universal health care is because of the racist country that we live in. That's the bottom. That's why we don't have education funded through prop. I mean, through the taxes instead of property taxes, through the general fund. All of that <clears throat> is because racists, our racist ancestors, wanted to keep people with darker pigment in their place. They don't want to share. They don't want to share civilization with people with darker pigment, and they need to have that divide and conquer. They need. They need to have. Um, they need to vilify healthcare. They need these. They um these mechanisms to vilify and divide and divide us. <clears throat> so there you go. We will push. We will. It's going to happen. We have to. Um, it's, it will happen. It's just enough. And, and it's also the corporate media is the problem. The only way we could get over the corporate media having so much influence is by making them irrelevant. That's it. They could still have their corporate media, but let no one watch it. Let them come to this show or others like it. Right? All right. Guys, 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 guys. <clears throat> Thank you for putting up with my raspy voice and my whatever else, my hair and my machine my computer malfunctions in the meantime that's why you gotta become a patron at patreon.com I, I sound like I'm in church patreon.com it is like a church it is like church and patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. I forgot the most important part. And I will see you very, very soon. All right. My name is Tara Devlin. I, you know what it is? I'm singing because it doesn't sound raspy. <laughs> when I sing, where are my cats? Eve is asking. Tara Jr. Tara Jr. Come here, Tara. Does that sound weird going, come here, Tara? <clears throat> come here, Tara Jr. Jr. See? They don't listen. Tara Jr. Jr. Come here, boo-boo. Francis! Francis! These sons of bitches! Francis! Francis! Come here, boo boo! <laughs> you little bastards! Tara Jr. Jr. I'm knocking on the wall. Come here, Jr. I can't even talk anymore. <clears throat> All right, guys, they're not coming.
They hate me. They hate me. No, they don't. They love me. I love them. They might be asleep. They're most likely ignoring me, Errol. That's how they do it. They like to ignore me. Except when they're hounding me. That's why I gotta get... I gotta get... I'm trying to not feed Tara Jr. Jr. You see, he needs a little... He needs to lose weight. But he is... And I'm trying. Because I love him and I don't want him to have problems. And he is relentless. Relentless. Hounding me with a food screaming at me, crying constantly in my face. I'm not kidding. And it starts at 5 a.m. And he also, I had to, I have a bucket of food that has a handle. I mean, it has a lid. And I was going to the vet. I don't know if I told you the story. And the vet was saying the cat is too fat and both of them. And I'm like, I am measuring their food. I am giving them only what you told me to give them, which was like two little, it's not that much, twice a day, a cup and a cup, not even. Like, he was like, this is what they need to eat. It's not that much. Like, if they're, if they were living outside, they wouldn't even come close to eating what you're feeding them, of course. You're overfeeding them. And cats are also snackers. So if you leave food out, they like to snack like people. And anyway, so I was measuring the food. I bought a little food cup thing, exactly feeding him exactly what he was supposed to get. And he's still gaining weight. Well, to make a long story short, the vet was kind of coming down on me and he's like if if your dog is overweight sometimes it's a thyroid problem on the dog has a thyroid problem but if your cat is overweight it is always the owner that's exactly what he said to me and i was like i am not over i'm feeding him what you told me anyway they were opening the latch on the bucket of food and it, it has a lid with a clasp. They were opening it. And I caught them with their asses hanging out of the bucket, chowing down, both of them, with their asses sticking out of the bucket. Just chomping, chomping, chomping away. That's how they were gaining weight. So I had to put something on top of it. But... I, I was also kind of impressed, to tell you the truth. I was like, wow. They worked together, and they they got this latch open. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not a Rubik's Cube or anything, but they were able to click it open and get their faces in there. And they were chomping down, like, with two ashes out. Just chomp, 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 chomp. But they were cute. They were cute doing it, too, but... Yeah, it's not a can. What can? It's a bucket that has a... It's... has a lid and a clasp. All right. My friends, my friends. 
Thanks for hanging out, guys. It's almost 12.30 now, a.m. in the morning. Yes, get them to run around the house. Right. They do. I I do that with Francis Jr. Jr. likes. He likes Q-tips. I had a, my first Tara Jr. like Q-tips, too. He was addicted to Q-tips. I had to put the Q-tips far away because he would find them wherever I put them. He would destroy my, everything to get to the Q-tips. And I came home one time and there were everything was on the floor, this shelf that I had put the Q-tips high up and everything was on the floor and the Q-tips were all over. And he also did that to the toilet paper too. He used to break the toilet paper. It was all over, you know, ripped up. Not just one roll, like the like a whole pack. But I thought that was funny though. When I came home, there was toilet paper everywhere, you know, destroyed. But it was funny. You gotta laugh. They're cute, and. But Francis likes Q-tips, and he brings them to me to throw, and he brings them back. That's very cute. And Tara Jr. Jr. likes the laser. That's it. Laser pointer. So I got to get him to, I got to get him to run some more. That's a good idea. You just got to do it. You just got to. He's very cute. I love that cat. I love them all. They're all them. They're all individuals. Like we, like us, except for, well, you know what I'm saying. Not like right-wingers. Bunch of, I don't know, cowards. <laughs> All right, now I got to go yell at this lady, Natasha, a little bit. She's clearly, I've given her a meaning to, li uh, uh, I've given some meaning to her life today because they're still at it. It's been going on all day. She's still responding on the Facebook page to people that are like, all right, dumb bitch. My friends, you're the best. Thank you so much for hanging out and everything. Yeah. You know what I say? We will win. You're right. We are right because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of democracy. We're on the right side of humanity. And we stick together. We win is another way of saying e pluribus unum and leave no one behind. Thank you for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. You know that. Tara Devlin at, uh, well, patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And I will see you very soon. Hey, that's not even filling the whole screen. Look at that.